to the Varangian Heresy 30k podcast. My name is Jody, also known as Painting Chap. I'm your host and my co-host this evening and forevermore, I hope, is Christopher. Say hey, Chris. Hello. And the Crown Prince of Swedish 30k, Freddie <laughs> the Swede. How are you doing, buddy? I'm all good, mate. How are you? Not too bad at all. Not too bad at all. So we've done it. We've kind of turned our, our little group chat webcast thingy into something of a podcast. And in other words, I'm going to edit it and try and make it, you know, legible. Coherent. And coherent and uh, at least R-rated, if nothing else, yeah. <laughs> for everybody to listen to. Um, so yeah, welcome everybody who's having a listen to this. And this is our first episode. So um, I guess it's kind of traditional when we kick this sort of stuff off that we really should sort of say who we are, what we're about, and why we did this. I guess yep. uh, easiest our, thing to say our is... sexual preferences, walks on... Yeah, of course. Know, walk walk I mean, along yeah. the beach, holding yeah, hands. Long, long walks on the beach, you know, star sign, that sort of thing. I think we've got to give everybody a full sense of exactly who we are. Um, but just to give you some idea, we're coming from the uh, beautiful, actually beautifully warm for once, uh, Swedenland. Uh, the Bastion of 30k, the Fortress of Nutitude, the Land of Pingu. And constant so, psyops of uh, making people assemble IKEA furniture. Yeah, well, that, that's kind of become a bit of a punishment detail these days, I think. But uh, I, know. I don't it's know. A, it's uh, a cunning ploy to take over the world. Yeah, I guess. But break so, but... down the mental strength of everyone else. Which well, does that's, a fair a point. that's a fair point. Yeah, we're going to destroy, destroy the world. Destroy the world by uh, putting out uh, pre pre easy to make easy to make obviously in air quotes here uh, furniture. And yeah. Talking about criminal punishment, I'm I'm a colonial Englishman, and we're talking about uh, we we sort of led the way when it came to the uh, the punishment. But then again, we created Australia, so I don't know how well that worked out. Yeah, that's true. That Gee. might cause a few people to uh, try that's and hunt right. me down. I don't know. Let's start making frenemies. Yeah, let's get the friendly wagon. Let's get the friendly wagon off the bat. Now. Let's keep it going. It's all just friendly rivalry, rivalries. Yeah, else. that it is. Uh, so should we should we just introduce ourselves? How about uh, you get us underway, Chris? Tell us about yourself. Give us a bit of a heads up who you are. Oh yeah, I'm. My name is Christopher, and I am also known as Nevindar on various parts of the internet. Most of them quite overboard, above board rather. Uh, I've been in the hobby for way too many years, really, and I've barely finished any painted models, it feels like, considering my backlog of 16 armies or so. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to finish my armies, build stuff, and actually finish a degree in uh, communications at the university. So that's basically what I do during the days. And in the nights you defend the city from from crime and uh, you know fight criminals, or is it just yeah. basically sitting up all night? Building tanks. Building okay. tanks. Fair enough. Nah. So what's your what's your thirty k flavor then, my friend? Well, I got uh, an 
Iron, complete Iron Hands army, actually, despite my previous claims. I'm working on the last bits of my Mechanicum Order Reductor themed Autocrator Force, which is mainly tanks. And if I had, to, if I could choose it, I would skip the Talax and actually put in more tanks, but that's not allowed. <laughs> and I also started a small Blood Angels project on the side, just to have a bit of a palette cleanse. Yes, for something stuff. different, you know. Yeah, Ke- keeping the the main sex life alive, more or less. Something on the side. Yeah. Exactly. Very, very, <laughs> very, very, very Euro trash and uh, very Swedish, I guess. So, do you want to give us a bit of your bit of your history in general, then, buddy? Or oh, no, not really. That's... <laughs> not really. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Welcome, down, welcome right. to a public webcast. Uh, and no, to be fair, there's, there's nothing much to it. I've basically been studying for way way too long it feels like and that's you can you can never study too long right yeah you can when it's been and when you actually really need to get work experience instead of school experience it's quite and actually get money to buy sure more you can take a degree resident. in work experience can't you mm-hmm. i'm sure there's a degree in work experience that exists somewhere yeah probably there are degrees in really really weird stuff going around like how to do nails on dogs and stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I just had this very weird image when when you said nails on. I just had this weird image of nine inch metal nails, and then my brain just went, "No, switch it off." Uh, not not that. Not that. <laughs> Time to insert a filter. Time to insert a filter in my brain. There, I'm afraid. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't really think there's much to say. Fair enough. What about your good self, Freddy? Do you want to give us a heads up about you? Give us an intro about yourself? Uh, well, I, my name is Freddy, as most people probably figured out by now. Uh, <laughs> what can I say? You know, I, I'm also known as a sla- sluggish sex fiend on Craigslist. Uh, I prefer bondage walks on the beach <laughs> with some long tongue, tongue action. Uh, no, well, what's going on? Um, I don't know, really. I am like a hobby maniac, trying to to keep myself entertained. Been doing the whole. Actually, I I kind of jump started the Horus Heresy uh, way back in 40k third edition with the all massive cool um, uh, Chaos Codex, you know, mm-hmm. 3.1 or whatever everyone is fucking calling it. You know, where you can actually do the Legion. You know, you could flavor the Legions from old. Yeah, you yeah. finally could yeah. have like squads of twenty, and you gave them like uh, veteran traits. I'm pretty yeah. sure you could, like tank hunters and so on. I think that was the so rework kind of version of the third edition. Yeah, so like three point one, I think yeah. it is. Yeah, that yeah, they so can kind of... also have like basilisks for iron warriors, right? Yeah, with the basilisks and all, yeah. all that thing. So I kind of started that by doing uh, well, what I called fallen angels, sort of. So uh, I was running. Uh, Cypher and, and dude and I kind of converted up uh, a Luther character for my kind of Chaos Lord and I was running you know doing all the whole uh, kind of Dark Angels black and red because when I actually started in the hobby way back when you know mullets were cool and big mustaches and you were listening to like uh, Poison and, and driving Commodores <laughs> and, you know so apart from uh, the Commodores nothing's really changed well, actually, the Commodores hasn't changed. <laughs> well, they they only changed, you know, by upgraded. It's still Commodores. I guess it's well, like kind of the transition period from Kingswoods to Commodores back then. 
but anyway, because uh, when I started it, it was with uh, Beaky Plasmarines, Plastic mm. Marines, uh, Rogue Trader was, I think it was the year before or two years before they released uh, Second Ed. Yeah. So it was still Rogue Trader, and you could buy, you know, the old Land Raiders, the Rhinos, and I think that 30-pack Beaky Marines in that beige plastic stuff. And I remember that metal Space Hulk set of uh, five Blood Angel uh, Terminators. Mm. They they looked awesome, like with the captain with the grenade thing on his power fist and massive sword and stuff and no helmet. That's kind of how I started into 40K. Before that, I played something that was called Space Marine, which now people know it by a different name, which is Epic. And I'm pretty sure everyone remembered the whole unit cards and how you had those little run counters that you flipped and you activated. I think you had like hold, fire, advance, whatever it was. And there was like different in different initiative order depending on which color you had when you flipped the thing. Yeah. And they're epic with like little square bases and stuff. And they were so cheap compared to anything else. Because I had, I had a Chaos Army back then. Uh, which was like fucking massive and it was thousand suns so i had magnus the red the little metal dude and stuff so i've always kind of you know been into the whole heresy thing yeah that that was what is what intrigued me i remember the blanchian art of uh, you know the emperor facing off uh, the war master that old black and white drawing you know when he looks all fucking like Mr. Burns in Terminator yeah. armor. And besides that, well, I, I, I kind of, because I, I can't keep myself to one hobby. I do a lot of, you know, other games like, um, you know, Flames of War, Infinity. Uh, well, I did play Fantasy until that died and, Obviously, I played 40k, but after after 2012, I haven't touched 40k at all since 30k came out. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. which is what I've heard from everyone else is probably a good thing, because <laughs> the whole like Tau Eldar Necron detachment combos or what not they're doing these days, I have no idea. You're not like missing I, anything, I think, trust me. No, no. So that that's about it. So I'm kind of like full on. Hobby, hobby dude, can't help myself. And it's just nice. It's you know a, ni- a nice uh, change of pace. I love, I love painting. I love like yeah, sculpture. Like back in the day when I was a young lad, I remember putting together those Airfix models and mm. those Tamiya, Tamiya. Are they called Tamiya? What the fuck Tamiya, is yeah, it? I think it is. Yeah. The one in one, one in thirty-five. You know, military models and stuff. Humbrol paints, ac- acrylics, and. Everything getting stu- everything getting stuck to you, no matter what you did, and the smallest yeah, piece getting broken, and yeah, I, I remember some of those. And, and I remember like the, the, I think the whole thing started when I was really really young. I think I was like six, and my old man showed me, um, you know, his old, uh, you know, how you could make little lead soldiers yeah. out of these, like yeah. you you melted the lead, and, and there was like these old Seven Year War soldiers and. And stuff and he like kind of showed me how to do it because he found like his old box when he was a kid when yeah. they used to make their own and then i started doing them and i started to paint them up and then obviously i, I got models for my birthday and it was, it was those easy airfix models mm. 
and then and then suddenly I realized you could actually game with them, and then from there on it just went bad. And yes, I've done Napoleonics, which is probably the dark side of wargaming. Yeah, it's kind of it's pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> well, it's cool, but it is like Jesus Christ. I, I've, I've had like three or four attempts at it, like yeah. in 15 mil. <laughs> And well, there's so many models and like the big regiments and the rules. I I remember I was the first one was like some weird British rule set, probably made by the same guy that did DBA or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Because it was like imagine you're you're about 12 years old and you're trying to use your school English to read this massive tome about you know different and they have different like oh you were a French infantry in column fighting against Prussian skirmishes in like you were three inches from each other you had to roll to the like on a table shot and uh it, but it was extra foggy because you fired the second turn and then oh, you get night neg one and then you go down it's like oh no you missed okay <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like jesus christ jeez man never never gone with the napoleonic route that sounds um yeah, intense. I think it's a good way of beginning. Yeah, super compli- yeah. complicated, but you know, splendid uniforms. Yeah. So I can't really complain about that. But you know, I I, I love everything around. Like the thing that draws me most to the hobby is uh, is probably the the fluff. The fluff is like the number one. The yeah. second one is actually the whole painting and creating your army. And the third one is playing. So you know, I'm I'm not too sad if I miss out on a game and I spend the whole day painting. But, you know, gaming is... That doesn't mean I don't love gaming, because I love to game as well. Yeah. As I, I went to Vegas to fucking game, so... <laughs> Which I'm sure we'll talk about later on. Yeah. So it's not like... It's less of fun. It's just trying to... I don't know. I was going to compare it to different sexual positions, but I might refrain myself. But, you know... Well, as long as you don't send enjoyable. me the pictures of them but again, some, I'm some fine. Are, some, some are... Yeah, they're more... They're all enjoyable, but some are more enjoyable than others. Some, <laughs> so, some require so less... Some require less stretching than others. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> less of a warm-up and stretching and, you know, cool down yeah. afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Well, it's... Uh, yeah. It's, it's definitely one way of putting yeah. it. And then... But I guess uh, because this is kind of a Horace Heresy podcast, I should probably say what I have heresy-wise. Heresy-wise, I have a Raven God army. People have probably seen that smattered all over Facebook. Mm-hmm. I also have uh, a World Leaders army. Being World Leaders was my first heresy, like my first heresy heresy with Forge World stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do stuff. have a Dark Angels army that I haven't seen it stay alive since like third ed. <laughs> <laughs> which is up on the attic uh, made by third you know third party bits and all kinds of scavenge stuff yeah. I, I don't think it it would be the same to bring it out but I'm thinking about re- repurposing heaps of stuff from it like I repurposed the old rhinos yeah. for my raven guards because it was black and it's easy to convert into black yeah. you know it's changing like the red red doors to white mm. uh, uh, besides that I also have a death guard army uh, uh, Empress Children Army and the Sons of Horus Army, and I am starting to kind of sneaking a Slurxilier Army as well. Slowly, slowly, just building up another army. Well, I have the tanks. What I need to need to get is the infantry. So, uh, 
And I want to get a couple of those tanks off you as well at some point, so... Yeah, I know, but fuck, I'm knee-deep, balls-deep in fucking Lehman Russes since some mad purchases in, like, the late, like the early millennium. <laughs> when when tanks I, were actually cheap and affordable for people to have, uh, rather than... Yeah. Games Workshop had a lovely deal back then when Apocalypse was first released as well. The yeah, tank, no, it, tank company there. Yeah, and that's exactly that. I have two of those boxes yeah. on my attic. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> that's why. I, I am can always be persuaded to take some tanks off you if you want to. Well, I know. That's some sort of hardship, there, Chris. Uh, yeah, normally, uh, normally I charge in blowjobs and alcohol, yeah. so you know. Yes. I can fix on, the on an occasional mad spare hookers and blow, but yeah, yeah. it's all good. It depends how the evening's going, huh? <laughs> exactly, it depends on my mood. Yeah. How much uh, self-flagration uh, I've done. <laughs> so flagellation, not deflagration, otherwise it's going to get yeah. very, 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 very scary very, very quickly, I think. Well, it's mm. quite an easy Are you sure I did not mean that? <laughs> Maybe you did. I don't know. I'm not going to judge. I'll leave that... I'll leave that to the listener to interpret any way they want. And remember, you know, just look me up on Craig, Craigslist. It's all good. No questions asked. No questions asked. No, 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 nothing, uh, too, nothing too abnormal. Exactly. Uh, a demonet has no sex. So. Oh, <laughs> it's all good. Brilliant. Anyway, so that's about it. Oh, and also, apparently, I'm a tournament or event organizer. Yeah, you're, official, you're an EO or a TO or some configuration of letters to a be drunk a crazy girl. person. <laughs> uh, the drunk guy in the corner show. crying while everybody breaks your uh, breaks your stories and gameplay and rules and tables and stuff. You sit back, yeah. you sit back drinking your uh, your absinthe, going, "I don't care, man. I'm done with it. It's all done. <laughs> Somebody it's else deal done, with the mate. pain. It's all good. That sounds cool, man. It's all good. But anyway, that's enough about me, I reckon. Fair enough. I think it's over to you, Mr. Mister. It is over to me, isn't it? Um, okay, brief history. Uh, been gaming on and off since the age of 11. Uh, it's my old man's fault as well. Uh, big, big, big fan of things like uh, Arthurian legend and stuff like that. And um, he picked a copy of Battlemasters. Did you guys ever see that? Yeah. The old uh, Games Workshop plastic mat hexagonal game. Uh, yeah, which had yep. chaos and empire, and kind of went. What's this Games Workshop thing on the side? And found we had one in our, you know, about ten, fifteen uh, miles or twenty-five, thirty kilometers. I got to remember we're in Sweden doing kilometers um, away, and we went there and bought the was it second? I think it was the second Ed, maybe third Ed um, fantasy box uh, starter. The elves and the dwarves. Ah, elves and not. Don't you mean the elves and the night goblins? Elves and night goblins. That was it. Elves and night goblins. And I, I started collecting elves. And of all things, my father ended up uh, my father ended up collecting the hobby for a bit as well. And he went with dwarves. So to be fair, I've mainly been a fantasy player on and off for a long time. Um, I built up a very large dwarf army that I kind of inherited from my father and had a ridiculous amount of cannons, which is just so dwarves. And you, you may find that this is a recurring theme between my army choices. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, but after a while, um, kind of real life got in the way, I'd, I'd, I'd sort of say, and I uh, drifted away. Came back to the hobby about five, five and a half, six years ago. And um, 
ended up with uh, my dream army at the time, which was the Empire. A big fan of the Empire. Again, cannons and knights and that sort of stuff. Uh, painted up a... Oh God, how big was it? 2,400 point army for a tournament. Uh, that and that was like the first set of games I'd actually played properly in the in the game, and I came dead last in the tournament and went, okay, I've got to get better at this. Um, and then life changed. I ended up moving to Sweden um, with my wife and my daughter, and uh, met some guys over here and ended up getting into 40k, which I'd not played. I think I played like two games up until that point um, of 40k. And I went dark. I ended up with Dark Angels. Uh, just like the whole uh, Deathwing kind of Deathwing stroke knights kind of feel. Uh, but I could not be doing with the green and the extreme amounts of emo. So I decided to make my own uh, successor chapter, Sons of Realm. Uh, ended up setting up a blog, which I've kind of been keeping up to date for a while, and that's kind of slipped recently. Um, but always had an interest in 30k, uh, especially the background. I'm like you've already love the love the law, love the fluff. Um, always loved the um, the the artwork, the John Blanche stuff, that sort of thing. Um, but what really, oh he is, he is, he is like the, the, he is the Da Vinci of that that, that universe. Um, but what's what what really captured me was the I can't remember who did it, but the oh the. Uh, Horus versus the Emperor with Sanguinius Diorama that ended up at Games Day. Do you remember oh, seeing? Oh yeah, I remember that. You remember, I remember that, one? that one? Yeah. That I just I need that. I need to be able to do that somehow. I want to be in that because that just looks awesome. Because it, it was. Yeah, it's one when he's on the stairs, isn't it? Yeah, like, and that's he's it. Walking like, and he, uh, the emperor has a sword and he's yeah. kind of leaning forward. That's the one. And, and you've got like it, the Sanguinius. It's based on that black and white. Yeah, it's. It's based uh, on the black and white jury jury you were yeah. talking about, yeah. And it's yeah. it's all the black green marble, and I just went. It's it's so much more than um, than just space marines, and so much more than fantasy. And I just went, I, I want to do this at some point. And I never I never really had the the time or the money to get into it when it was sort of really starting off, or when Forge World started to release stuff. Um, but I had a good friend of mine, a guy called Lex Head, who hopefully I'll get online at some point. Um, he runs the Crusade and Heresy uh, Facebook group. He set that one up. He's uh, yeah. been big into it since the beginning, and he's big uh, Space Wolf player and big Imperial Fist player actually for the Heresy. And he kept showing me stuff, and it was very cool. And long story short, started seeing the uh, plastic uh, sneak peeks of Betrayal Kalth starting to drop out, and I was like, if this actually becomes a thing. I need to have this because this is like my way of getting into the heresy. Um, and oh, by the way, if you hear a squeak every now and then, uh, I've got a kitten with me. We've just picked up a new cat recently, so she is currently literally perched on my shoulder like a parrot uh, and may squeak occasionally. So oh, you may hear me swear as I get clawed in the face. Uh, but uh, yeah, so plastic, plastic heresy. That was that's what got me into 30k. It was like yes, finally I can do it, and it's like. It's not like a small box you got to buy. You buy a box, you buy that whole thing. You've got a fun game for all the family in Betrayal at Kalth, or really some plastic that you put some uh, cardboard cutouts you put to one side and then go and do the models with something else. Um, and, yeah, I went with the whole Dwarf Empire canon theme and kind of went um, Iron Warriors. 
Uh, traitor Iron Warriors is that. I've, I have just, no just, interest in going loyalist. Went, went uh, your old way, but just added a spice of bitterness. Oh, yeah. Less emo. <laughs> it has to do with old age, doesn't it? Like, you're old and crusty. It's like, ah, fucking, you get off my lawn. Yeah, these are basically <laughs> these are basically Astartes dwarfs, as I see them. Grumpy, <laughs> yeah. bitter engineers who will grind through shit to get stuff done. And that is it. And to be honest with you, I saw the model for... I've been watching the Primark releases going... That's nice. Vulcan's pretty sweet. I like that model. Horus was very, very nice. I saw Perturabo and went, I have to own that model. I have to own it. I have to paint it. I don't know why. I just want it. And then, yeah, it all came together. And I love their background. I love just how fucking stubborn and grumpy and, you know, the whole the whole thing, you know, decimation all the way through, all the stuff they've done, just totally pulled me in. I was like, right, that's who I'm doing. So I'm... On my way to building a 3,000-point list for Scandus. Uh, burning of yep. Scandus, Scandus of Prime. Tickets are booked. Yes! Well, train tickets are booked, which is a big step. Um, and uh, I was going to be attending Lincoln uh, the coming weekend, but workers sort of put that down. So I've gone from 2,000 to 2,500 up to 3,000 points. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm working on now. And then uh, once I've done that, my plan is to expand to uh, Colts Militia List. And then also I'm pretty pretty set on doing a Mechanicum, like uh, Perturabo's Mechanicum. Uh, oh, the Iron Circle. No, no, the, 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 the bodyguards, the, uh, oh, his Mechanicum. Uh, the yeah, guys who... Yeah. Iron Circle. No, that's his bodyguard. That's his bodyguard. His own uh, subdivision of the uh, Mechanicum as well. They're not even a subdivision, they're just his. Yeah. <laughs> which, yeah. Is, which is what I like. There's just a, that and, you know, pull that together with a couple of knights, I think. And uh, somebody slapped me with a dare to get a Warhound Titan built at some point soon. So I have to step well, up to that one. You dared me to build uh, battery Gothic ships out of Talaxi models, so... Yeah, scale somehow doesn't seem like I've, I've evened out on that one. But, you know, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll make it work. Um, but, yeah, so I, I'm going I'm going full-bore traitor because as much as I like the uh, the Imperials and stuff like that and their side of the story, I just think the whole the whole fluff thing, the whole um, heresy, the traitor, again, air quotes, traitor, depending on how you read it, um, their side of everything is way more interesting to me. Uh, far, I mean, far more the, interesting. The liberators, the liberators of uh, the soul system, yeah, and uh, those who are going to free them from the the false emperor. Um, yeah, seriously, I think their story is great. I mean, it's 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 hilarious how many uh, comparisons you can draw from from literature and stuff like that. But it's also just so fresh when you when you read it, and listen to it. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of where I am. I, I will put my hands up and say I've. I still have to pop my cherry and play a game of 30k, uh, but my plan is to uh, get a painted army together first before I do that because I'm I'm sick and tired of playing half-painted armies, which has been my curse for a long time. Um, that Empire army I did for that tournament was the first one I, I, I had completely painted all in one go on the field and completely different feelings. So I went, that's it. Iron Warriors are getting painted and uh, then then I will start playing. Although if Chris keeps peddling plastic crack at me, I may never actually get there. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking at you well, there, Chris. It doesn't matter how much you paint, you will never get there. 
This is true. This is true. I mean, one day we'll all own legions of the stuff, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Which scares me if one, I do it to scale with the Iron Warriors. I'll never have any money ever. <laughs> and you have the plan of getting the Battlefield Gothic fleet as well, so. Yeah, and that's, that's the other thing. That's. That that's something I, I again just to briefly touch on the heresy as a whole. I love the way that the community is pulling that sort of stuff together. Um, you know, the whole tying that going Mortalis, uh, Battlefield Gothic, Epic 30k as well. You know, that's all that sort of stuff coming together. Really, it's so refreshing compared to um, get down from my painting table, you little madam. Um, really is refreshing to the whole 40k power list. Uh, neck bearding stuff that goes on way too much in that sort of community so yeah big fan of the old 30k stuff so that that's me kind of kind of in a nutshell kind of in a long very drawn out nutshell in a roundabout way mm. so yeah oh some but uh, you're missing one thing though what's that what was it like an outdoor for a known ah uh, no Ostland. army Ostland. Ostland, okay, there we go. See? Yeah, Ostland, uh, Ostland army. In the know. Yeah. <laughs> the old world. Oh, the old world. Yeah, the old world. Like we're talking fourth, third, fourth old world is where I miss more than anything. Even oh, before Bretonians and uh, lizard men arrived. I think I just remember the last time I played uh, fantasy was when the Storm of Chaos book was out. Yeah. And you could have those lovely Slayer armies with proper Slayers. Oh man, I love Slayers. The Doom Seekers and the Goblin yeah. Hewers and stuff like that. Doom Slayers. Am I like the only one that uh, once you heard about Age of Sigmar, went just mental and I was like, shit, they're going to do the Horus Heresy in fantasy. It's going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be like when Sigmar walked around in the land and was you know, a normal person. It's going to be like the sundering between the the dwarves and the elves, and it's going to be like the first proper war against chaos. And he's going to get his hammer, and it's going to be like the whole fucking, you know, like the heresy, but in fantasy style. I I, I so really I was thought like, that was going to happen. I was yeah. like, it was it was that, or you know, I mean, that disappeared the moment we saw a first Sigmarine arrive, you know. But I was I was really hoping for them to sort of not not reboot, but go like you say, do the sort of thirty k thing and go back and. Maybe make yeah. it a bit still fantasy, but a bit simpler, you know. Yeah, like, no, like when when and then do like supplements, like when Nagash was, you know, a mere semi necromancer before he turned into like all this the big clown dude. Yeah, and, well, know, so basically, like, basically yeah. like Lorgar then. Yeah, well, just <laughs> you know, yeah, before Nagash transfigured. Yeah, kind of, you know, the whole everything that happened around that. So there will be like the whole. Um, the civil war between the elves and oh, this whole, war, oh, the there's war so of the many things and stuff like that yeah and like the yeah. forming of the empire because you'd have like different human tribes as well and oh, there were so the many first, things the first human kind of... knights on horseback using lances for the first time all that or sort of the, stuff or the lovely battles between the elves and the demons when they first built the gate and Alfon. yeah before before the island shattered yeah, we're all old. We are all old school fantasy nerds. Let's be honest, and we'd love to see that sort of stuff. But then they went, and, and in my eyes, they kind of went, "Well, we're going to go and sort of do something that's like War Machine-ish and 
you know, we're going to try and do something that'll try and tap into that market and see what yeah. happens. And they, they seem to have done a good job. I'm, I'm not a fan. I watch battle reports online. I'm not a huge fan. Some of the models look pretty cool, though. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the new um, Uruk, whatever it is, the new Orc models that have come out. Yeah. They look like proper they, large they, orcs. Proper large orcs. And I tell you what, a couple of quick snips and uh, a chopper and a shooter on there. And you've got 40k or more likely 30k orcs. Uh, like an Ulanor. Yeah, very much yeah, an Ulanor orc army you could go for with those things. So, Which which leads me to the the question I'm going to have you ask you guys later about okay. Scandis and my ideas. Well, we will do that then. That sounds very, very cool. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's kind of... I guess that's kind of where where we're all at at the moment. I mean, what's every? Uh, let, let's be fair. We started this um, as a sort of get together and painting stuff and sort of generally chatting. Yes. So, what's what's everyone working on tonight? Well, who um, wants to start? I can, I can start because okay, I have it in front of me. I'm building. I did send uh, at least uh, you, Jody, the plans for my what do I call it, the Probate or Whirlwind? Yes. And I'm I'm doing a scout version of it as an Hyperius whirlwind. Cool. That's, that's just going to be like a light tank that's that's got anti-aircraft missiles on it. A light, tank, okay. a light tank that goes no. boom. Yeah, not really sure what I'm gonna call it yet, but we figure something out. Anything, a cool name basically. Yeah, and it's a mix of the what do you call it, the Manticore Bell Guard kit and. Bits box and parts of the Derrida Dreadnought. Ooh, so, cool. At least the missile, the missile launcher, at least. So. Oh, very so okay. This would be the fast light tank version of the. That sounds Marvins. very cool. So we'll see. I might put some. We could just mention we have a Facebook page, and there might be pictures up there later. This is a good point. We got the, the whole. We've got to begin a sort of social media empire, I guess. And uh, yeah, you're you're going to be taking care of that for us. Yeah. And you've got the uh, uh, what do you call it the um, the Facebook page, which is out there. That's the what what's what's the title for that one? The Varangian Heresy. If you search for the Varangian Heresy, I think it should come up on Facebook. I'm totally all over this. Uh, yeah. If you look, you will find. This is true. Or if you search, you will find. And we've got an email address as well. If anybody's got any questions, comments, feedback ideas anything they'd like us to links. talk about yeah that's always a good that's yeah. always a good start which is the Varangian heresy at gmail.com am i right yep cool. perfect so be. remind me to go over that again at the end of the episode because i'll probably forget um yeah, we so could yeah. also post it in some kind of show notes if we manage to sort that yeah we'll fix you're, you're, you're in charge of that i think yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll remember that my, too. My superpower is delegation. <laughs> you're a project manager. Of course your superpower is delegation. <laughs> you do this, you do this, you do this. What are you doing? I'm delegating. I'm delegating. I'm delegating. <laughs> oh, man. Love it. But, uh, yeah, so um, what are you working on, Freddie? I am uh, currently, as we speak, gluing together some Dark Furies. Oh, on my nice. Raven Guards, because, uh, well, I just, as you probably noticed, I finished my Istvan 5 Corax yeah, with oh, his Iron Warrior Heavy Bolter. And now I am going to glue together a proper uh, Corax, and he needs some cronies to deep strike with. Yeah, you must be very... Be... Go on, man. 
Yep, which is going to be 10 Dark Furies. Raven Talons. Very nice. You must be very happy about that change from Lightning Claws to Raven Talons. Yep, extremely happy. That's why I got 10. <laughs> Straight up. Ah, <laughs> oh, they're useful now. Buy, hey, buy more. Must That's a fair point. <laughs> buy more. Must have 10. Must have Smack. 10. Yeah, it's, it's... Uh, besides that, I am working a little bit on uh, the place pack for Scandis, which um, you know I had had I had a few ideas about maybe helping other people rock up that pro- maybe don't have full 30k armies but want to have a go, and that is uh, I have done some talking, like I talked to my mates and I've done a couple of you know play testing, thinking around, and one of my ideas is to allow orcs, because we were talking about orcs, cool. except that if you pick a list from Codex Orcs, mm-hmm. you every single orc model, not you know Gretchens and Stoplings or whatnot, but every mm-hmm. single orc model, you have to add another two points, which is yeah. called the Olinor upgrade, which means for two points, you add one toughness. Ooh, nasty. Oh, nasty. That makes, that makes sense, though. Considering yeah. it does. the weapons and 30k. Yeah, and and, and I've noticed after playtesting that it actually does heaps heaps of difference, and it mm-hmm. makes it like the point system, like the whole army list, the orc codex, balance out against uh, you know the legion space marines. That sounds cool. That sounds really cool. Would they, it yeah, kind of it's kind of nerfs uh, volkite weapons a bit, which has been kind of the one of the big issues if you run it orcs. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're wearing like heavy armor or something like that, if mm. I'm right. Uh, yeah, well, well, heavy arm, but still heavy arm is because you're so slow and stuff. And yeah. uh, another thing is like all the vehicles. You there's so many strengths five, six, and you know, and up weapons that you can get like in bulk. Yeah. And the orcs don't really have any defense against Melta. They don't really have. Uh, they don't really have any kind of. You know, it's it's kind of a difficult army, but I, and they also don't usually have Eternal Warrior, which is you know you know the legions get access to it either by Primarchs and so on and so on, and they don't really have anything that can deal with the Primarch toe to toe. But ha- having the ability to have like a war boss that has toughness six, that's very helpful. Makes a massive difference, mm. and it actually evens it out. It becomes more balanced. Well, it could be could be interesting maybe is taking um taking someone like uh let's say gasgall thracker and making that a uh orc call it an orc primark as such and then giving him some of their rules and making him like the grand war boss or grand wild boss or something like that yeah and well even him with that. one extra toughness for two points is going to be massive oh exactly yeah yeah totally yeah. i think that'll be but... absolutely brilliant on them and that kind of fits the fluff as well if you read the uh, 40k, yeah. well, 30k books. Yeah, I mean, did you, guys, did you guys read the um, how was it Wolf? Uh, is it Wolf Fashion Fire? I think it is the uh, the short story that they released that uh, Fortwood released uh, last year. I think it was part of the Christmas bundle. I might be wrong. I'm just having a look oh, for it that now. Oh, is that the scouring or whatever, like the. It's the one where basically the, uh, the Emperor and Horus and the Justice oh, and everything yeah, go after the uh, the Orcs just before they go off to Ulanor. Um, ah, okay. I'm just trying to find no, I it. Missed I, I, I missed that one. I had it on my but phone while, while, while you look at that, I'm going to talk about my other idea. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Keep talking. So the Keep first talking. one was to allow Orcs, 
Yeah. Yeah. And and the thing besides the whole two points that you have to pay, you you have to take this upgrade then for all orcs. So you yeah. have to pay two points. Um, to use like if you buy a squad of ten and it costs like 150 points, you have to add on another 20 points, uh, and so on and so on. Uh, but also the orcs before each battle, um, uh, it's the same. You have to nominate if you're traitor or loyalist. But the thing is, I'm going to use it as a, a balancer. So if you play loyalist, you automatically count as traitors for preferred enemy and such on and so on. Uh -huh. And if you play traitor, you'll count as loyalist for the same. They nice. use like annoying orcs, you know, <laughs> just being in the way of the whole heresy. Well, really and, cool. and the good thing is uh, at OS 30k, there's all you can already register orc armies, so it's kind of easy to, you know, to set up in to integrate orcs into the whole campaign. Yeah. Uh, the second army I was thinking about uh, allowing straight off is Chaos Demons. Yeah. On on the preference that you have to run one of the you know the demons of the Runestorm, so like Samus or what the fuck the the, the Fraggle Rock uh, yeah the Fraggle Rock <laughs> garbage sheep Fraggle, Fraggle Rock demon demon yeah, the Fraggle Rock demon. Yeah. Uh, so you have to have that in your army and follow, you know, the selection criteria when you when you run it off yeah. the Forge World Homes, just to make it kind of like a 30k themed demon list. Well, yeah. it makes sense to make it more fluffy as well. Yeah. Mm. Would you have um, all these guys? Uh, Corbax, by the way, Corbax Utter Blight is the demon prince of the Ruin Storm. That's the nurgly looking yeah. dude from Fraggle. Yeah, very very Fraggle Rock actually. <laughs> you look at it. Um, I was going to say, uh, have the guy, have these armies, all these armies run the Age of Darkness? Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah, that was the second thing. And you have to build your army running the obviously the Age of Darkness for Sorge. Yeah. Or any of the 30k for for Sorge orgs. Org, yeah. orgy. orgy. I want to say or orgy all the you, time. You want to say orgy all the time? Yeah. We've had talks about this already. Yes, I know. <laughs> I have some issues. It's all the all the resin I've been sniffing. It would be it would be interesting if someone actually built the orc equivalent to a world or titan and brought for a leviathan list. Yeah, that that sounds like one hell of a bear, uh, hell of a dare, Chris. But I'm not going for that <laughs> one right now. Damn give it. give it till next year, maybe. What I do well, I think, militia, uh, see what I come in up the with. orcs, I haven't seen the newest orc codex, but they always used to have like the looted vehicle option. Yeah, no, I, I think that's. Uh... Weren't there, how good that is. I think there's a piece of fluff in one of the orc books that there's actually an orc looter that loots a titan. He sneaks into it and uh, sneaks into it, kills the crew, and runs away with the titan. <laughs> go okay. big or go home. Let's be fair. If you're gonna do it, go yeah, big or go home and see what happens. That's very cool, man. I like so um, right that. That was my stuff. ideas, so which yeah. I was gonna run with everyone else in like that's just been coming to Scandus and stuff. Because I think, think like cool. e even if you if there's people that don't have like a 30k army but have like an orc army or something, or yeah. even if you're you're playing a 30k army and you're thinking like oh yeah I just need a break from 30k but I want to do some something different. Yeah, yeah, it's there just uh, we just need to write it into the fluff for the planets and stuff or the campaign. Yeah. So that's not what hard. About, what about Eldar? <laughs> uh, just well, as a thought. I know, I know about Elas, and you know, I'm, I've been thinking about it, but I can't really. It, it's hard. 
Well, yes, they they are tend to be so broken. <laughs> Um, well, my, they, my thought was they're not they're not overly active during the heresy though that's the thing apart from the no. cabal they're, they're not and, uh, overly active and having cabal, tea with Ful, Fulgrim of course yeah I was I was going to say that <laughs> oh, sorry Chris I was going to say that <laughs> apart from the cabal and just lunch parties yeah. the lunch lunch party argument a force org chart we could go with that yeah if you take it you have to provide lunch for the entire convention or the entire gaming group well the, well the thing is I haven't really I haven't. No one has ever had an interest in like bringing them and doing like. Because, but everyone has always looked at the Olinor campaign and and stuff like that. So yeah. there's heaps of feedback and background, and there's heaps yeah. of people has already been thinking about stuff to balance out the orc armies. Mm. But the Eldars, I don't know. I think most people play 30k is not have to deal with Tau and Eldar. Or Taudar. Or Tauda, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's a really cool idea, man. I'm, I would be, I would be very up for facing off against an orc army or, um, yeah, or a chaos demons army. I mean, you know, I don't mind either way. I think it would be very, very fluffy to have them there as well. Yeah. So I yeah. think that'd be very, very cool. Well, the, well, the thing about the scanner system that uh, it's going to be, it's going to be on the because it's part of, uh, it's pretty close to Lincoln, but it's going to be on the fringes of the of the Olinor. Like all in our system, there's yeah. still going to be like orc, like the orcs aren't completely destroyed, so it's going to be like scattered war bands, ramming around, and sometimes the regardless if you're a traitor or loyalist, you kind of bump into these uh, orc war bands that are like remnants of the whole Olinor campaign. Yeah. Which I like, they were too busy in fighting and stuff. Yeah, they made it out. So, so that's going to be part of the fluff. That's yeah, very cool. You basically like basic have to burn planets to get rid of orc infest infestations as well. Yeah, so. Exterminators. They're quite adapted at hiding. Yeah, because they're mushrooms. They're a fungal, they they're fungal, fungal infection. infection. <laughs> they're a fungal <laughs> infection. I think oh, they're retcon that. <laughs> but I'm thinking like uh, you, you could probably introduce like the Xenos races one at a time as it you know becomes kind of, you know, yeah play-tested and, and worked, but the orcs were, were kind of easy to balance. Yeah. And they were quick fix with. And the whole, like, you know, just that simple thing, two points for an extra toughness, regardless of, you know, the model. Yeah. It just made them kind of just balance out and in line with with the 30k arms. Uh, well, other, the other list, like Elas and stuff, are already super powerful and it's kind of hard for the legions to deal with. Yeah. No, go with it, man. I think it's a very, very cool idea. And I think if it gets people, either new people or brings people who are sort of fading away maybe from the heresy or whatever, brings them in, go yeah. for it. I think it's, it, it can only be a good thing. And if you know? nothing else, it's always nice with some bit of variation in an event. Yeah. Yeah. So it's to, need to, to see new stuff and play different armies and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Be I think it'd be cool. And I just love to put my Medusas against hordes of orcs. <laughs> That's never a bad thing, especially when you play an army that drops pie plate templates down. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Which is. Was, was that a so, but anyway, <laughs> that was like a massive long-winded way what I've been working on. I yeah. think we're missing someone. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You, uh, I always save myself to last. You know, it's always a good way of doing things. It makes me very popular. Um, oh, exactly. 
Uh, right now I'm trying to I've been stuck grinding through a 15 man tactical squad of um, tac marines for, my, for the iron warriors and they've just been they've just been there every time I've sat down to do some hobby time which hasn't been a lot because of the of work at the moment I'm just opening up a new restaurant um, concept, concept restaurant outside of Lund um, so I've been very busy with that and um, yeah so I've been grinding through these tacticals but I'm, I can see the finishing line I'm just finishing off the eye lenses and then it's uh, 13 out of the 15 will be done just the sergeant and uh, I couldn't find it I could I completely lost my collection of spare heads so I put a, a bare head on one dude so I've got to paint his face up um, and other than that it's just literally getting them all finished off now and based so that is my current thing and then once I'm done with this it's my prayer tour which I will put a link on the or put a picture up on the Facebook page so people can see it He's converted over from the chaplain uh, model, and uh, thanks to the powers of eBay, I've uh, managed to pick up the um, the. I think it's meant to be a power a Paragon blade from the um, Forge World Prayer to Kit. Yep. The, oh, the, you should have told me I had a spare one. Yeah, I this is before we. Well. This is before I talked to any of you guys, so I bought this a while back. Um, and talking to you about parts is getting expensive, so, um, <laughs> so well, yeah. I, might, I might even have, have some epic stuff if you want to buy that. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me a chance, man. Uh, but no, so I've, I've, I've kind of put that on there. Uh, so he's, uh, he's going to be standing over a dismembered um, uh, imperial fist um, with his blade and. Because I fancy something a bit different. Um, you don't get the sort of fun weapons like Volkites in um, or grav guns and that sort of stuff in the Kalf box set. Um, I've picked up some bits from Chris. Uh, the Mechanicum. Which one? Which which packet was it? Was the was it Rangers? That's from uh, the Ranger Vanguard. Yeah, the Ranger Vanguard. There's uh, they've got some. Yeah, the Skitari Vanguard. They've got some really funky pistols. So I'm going to take one of those and use that as a Volkite Serpenta for him. Oh, you so, want a Volkite Serpenta? Yeah. I have a couple of spare ones. <laughs> but on the on the other hand, if it looks like the Mechanicus, Mechanicus one, you could always count it as a Archaeotech pistol if you want in another that's, game. That's kind of the thing, and I'm going to magnetize a couple of them. But uh, yeah, so he's my next project. And then I guess after that, it's part of the Scandus list, so... I'm working on my, um, my, my, I won't say custom, but they're, uh, I'm doing some unique touches to the to a Breacher squad um, with some bits from Puppet Wars and, uh, yeah, some some shields and a few other bits and pieces. So a nice set of uh, Mark III, thankfully, some Mark III models coming into the army now because uh, everything's Mark IV at the moment. So a nice Mark III Breacher, Breacher unit to... Uh, start rounding off those troops so that's that's my sort of what i'm working on what i'm going to be working on over the next few weeks inside of inside and out of podcasting and uh working a lot basically so very very happy with what i've got planned and if there's a whole spartan typhon lord of war fun things to be made as well so well everyone seems to be bringing the big boys for scandals so. I think it's only fair, don't you? I think it's the right thing to do. 
It's all about escalation. <laughs> and that, that's that's the other thing. The heresy is all about escalation. It's all about bringing it bigger. Well, it's a, it's a reason to bring the big stuff, because the big stuff were more common back then. This is this true. Thing. Compared I mean, to, I'll... like, in 40k, when it's, oh, this is a scarce relic. We only have 4 million left of these. We can't use them anymore. Because <laughs> we don't know how to build them. Yeah, because we, we forgot to save the plans and, you know, yeah. do backup drives and stuff. Or this part of the SDC is, no, we can't use it because someone sometimes said that it might be cursed. Yeah. And it's basically like an apple peeler or something. Yeah. Or so, the fucking scrap, to- scrap code fucked it all. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? The... the, the... I can't remember. My, I don't think it was 4chan or something. I read some horrific joke of uh, why did the Age of Darkness come about because the Mechanicus lost the uh, the plans on how to change a light bulb and were too scared to try and fix it. Well, at least such a bad joke, but it's it's, it's, it's some the truth heresy, in it. They had some yeah. kind of in, innovative spirit during the heresy, at least com- compared to in the 40k when they're not allowed to think for themselves. They just have to work from old plans. Mm, true. But yeah, oh shit, my agrax has almost run out. Right, fair enough. I buy some more tomorrow. Then. Yeah. This is the other. So thing every, just... everyone has basically been a little bit busy. A little bit busy, yeah. Well, I, I think bit. I think out of the three of us, uh, Freddie, I think I think you've got the right to claim the busiest work schedule recently. Oh yeah. Because uh, you've got you, a, a, a are little. Are talking thing about real work up? here? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hobby work. Oh, you've been busy there as well. Yeah. Um, no, I was I was thinking more about Lincoln. Ah, yeah, think, Lincoln. Uh, Fuck yeah. I think we should. Uh, I think Lincoln, Lincoln needs a little bit of an op- uh, a little bit of a showcase here. What's going on? You mean? Yeah, what's hap- what's happening? Well, Lincoln is not too far away now. Because what's today? Is today is Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday. This this week it's is all, all fucking. Yeah, it's all fucked up. So I'm driving on Thursday to Lincoln. And on Saturday, it's going to be the massive Horus Heresy event, which is, uh, well, this is <clears throat> kind of my first dab into holding a proper Horus Heresy event. So it's just going to be a one day with three rounds. Um, but the the background fluff has been up and running for a while now. If, if everyone has followed us on Facebook or whatnot, they'll see that I've, I've created like the whole Lincoln system. With a bunch of planets, with uh, heaps of background stuff behind them, and also a way to run a sort of a campaign. And the campaign is kind of basis for the whole event, because it's kind of driving fluff forward. So people have been lodging battle reports and stuff on uh, OST30K. And right now, I think there is one system is controlled by the like one planet is controlled by the traders, one planet is controlled by the loyalists, one is neutral, and I think the space station. That's neutral in, as well. It's neutral as well. So uh, I think it was neut- six point six, six to six. Not six one. to six. Ah, six but that's six. that's the thing. I actually still got my last battery report to file on this station. Okay, so and it then, might it might tip the balance then yeah. <laughs> before Saturday. I might uh, file it. I'm just gonna file it tonight, so it's in before the weekend. Cool, cool. Well, that's all good. Uh, but really, what's going on with the whole thing is, if you have a look at, uh, well, if you search the Lincoln system at uh, OS30K, yeah, 
Yeah. So www.os30k.com, and you search the Lincoln system, and you'll see the different planets and their control points. And how it works is that I will be running 14 tables uh, at Lincoln. Uh, each of like I think each a lot of four four table. Four, uh, three to four tables will represent each planet and we'll have terrain specific for that planet or space station as there's one space station. Uh, all of those tables will have table specific missions. Uh, so a mission that's kind of tailored to the terrain on that table to create some kind of, you know, so, so the mission kind of creates a story onto that table uh, and it kind of reflects the terrain on the table as well. Cool. Uh, and also on the table, there will be uh, war zone traits. So, like if you're on a high world, you'll have war zone traits that kind of conform into a high world, like you know, to- toxic air and so on, you know, low visibility and so on. And then if you're on like an ash waste, you'll have dust storms and, and stuff. And if you're in the space station, obviously you will have the cold void rules. Nice. Uh, so it's kind, of, it's kind of made sense with the with the different planets. I think the key key thing is to remember these. <laughs> Remembering Gothcon, we we all forgot about the war zone traits. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Aha. But you know, but but it becomes kind of even if if you both of them forget. <laughs> so good. Uh, Everybody also, forgets his phone. Uh, for the first round on Lincoln, depending on uh, the outcome on OS30K, each table will have a control marker, which either is going to be the Eye of Horus or the Imperial Eagle. Uh, and you'll notice when you walk up to your table, which one is kind of in control of that table. So if the Eye of Horus is uh, face up on the table, it means that the traitors are in uh, tactical control of that table. and will Liberators. Get, liberators. Uh, li- liberators. Sorry, yeah, the liberators of the... Loyalist lapdogs, fucking for death to the false emperor, and so on. Uh, which means that they'll get like a little bonus. So each table specific mission has a little um, bonus. Uh, in one, you get like a free orbital strike, in another one, you have like bonuses for serves, and another one, you get like uh, underhive scum that will assist you in fighting, and so on and so on. They're not, not massively overpowerful, it just adds a little bit of flavor to the game. So to speak, and, and um, what? What? Because I've got to ask, with the what are you using for unhive scum models? Uh, I am using the ven. What, what are they called? The vengeance cultists. Oh, oh the dark vengeance cultists. Dark vengeance cultists. Like I have, yeah. I have some really nice uh, underhive scums, like the proper one from um, Necromunda. Necromunda. They're oh. they're fucking. They're somewhere on the attic in like a case in a box. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can't it's safer to go with the safer to go with the, uh, the dark vengeance stuff that, instead of getting lost up in the uh, the attic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good call. Good call. So you know, it, it, it'll still it'll, it'll work either way. Um, and uh, so that's for the first round. The first round will kind of dictate by how the campaign leading up has gone to. But after you play the first round. And whoever is victorious on the table is now in control of that table. So let's say you and I play a game. Yeah. Your Iron Warriors uh, kick the shit out of my Raven Guards. It means that who is playing round two on that table 
if they're a traitor player, they'll get the in bonus because the traitors are now in tactical control of that table. So you kind of do a semi-team co- cooperation game without being a team event. So you can yeah. kind of help each other out. Uh, and that's that's how it's going to happen from round to round. So, you know, for the third round, well, third round is really not going to really go. <laughs> like, so for the third round, whoever won the second round is going to, you know, dictate who has the tactical control of that table yeah. as well. So you just have to keep keep track of who's in control and then swap it around. Uh, so yeah. that's that's basically how it is. And all the missions are on Facebook. Uh, so you can have a look. All the the matchups are already down. They're on Facebook. And so also, under the Lincoln Heresy event on Facebook, exactly. is that right? Yeah, the Lincoln Heresy event on Facebook. You, you, there, there's still like two spots left if you want to <laughs> want to join up. And if you don't want to play, you can always rock up and you know play one game and leave and whatnot. Because I'll have, I'll have, I'll bring uh, a couple of armies so people can lend if they want to. If they want to join, like on. One round, we can probably find find some like standing players and so on. So it's kind of kind of it, it's based on like just being a, a kickoff event for Heresy in, in sort of, you know at a big convention. Uh, that was the plan until the yeah. Gothcon thing happened, which was awesome as well. So it's good good to see it kind of you know it's growing. Yeah, there's a, like, a sort of coming on that. There's actually a really really big scene sort of brewing with um, 30k here in Sweden I know I know the, the guys of the Eye of Horrors always uh, joke about the uh, as I said at the beginning like the bastion of 30k here in, uh, in Sweden but you know there's a really really growing scene up in sort of Stockholm there's the the mid mid sort of Sweden area and then there's a really big scene starting to build here in uh, in Southern Skåne in, uh, in Malmo um, with the guys at uh, Spellhus uh, yeah, yeah. Have yet to actually get down and hang out with those guys to play game, but I'm a member of a number of their uh, groups on Facebook, and they're doing some really good stuff. Oscar and Jonathan, some of the guys down there, doing some really good work pulling terrain and boards and groups of people together. They're just to quickly jump on an event we'll talk about later, but they're, they've they've yeah. successfully run at least two events down there now, which is really yeah. Really I was cool. there on the first one. It was awesome. Yeah. And really uh, nice. I, I got a note on that because there are. At least talks about having an event. Uh, I don't know if it's a big event or something, but just to kickstart the heresy in Boros outside of Gothenburg later this year as well. Oh, that would be I, I don't really know more details right now, but it might be something. Too. Well, we'll uh, put our ears to the ground and see if we can hear, yeah. find out about that. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, well, for once, you... once we hear something, we'll gonna fucking shout it out. Right you know, the more people going to more events, the, the better it's gonna be. Yeah. Very, very true. So sorry, man. I sort of derailed you there on uh, on Lincoln. Ah, that's all right, mate. That's what we do. This is true. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Anyway, so but uh, the good thing about it, even though it's kind of been like a premier event, I've, I've kind of not hold back. So I've I've gone wild and crazy, pulling my strings, getting some sponsors on board. So everyone's going to get kind of a swag bag for rocking up. Yeah. So no one's going to go go home and empty-handed. Uh, also, the prize support is pretty nice, uh, like from Chris at Scattershot Painting. Yeah. So we have some really nice awards, which you've probably already seen on, on Facebook. We have some, um, um, like a squad of Warax that he has painted, and uh, also a knight that he's painted. Oh, nice, the Acheron. Yeah, exactly, which is, you know, it's always nice to have some really proper, decent awards. And then uh, we have 
you know, the from the we have some eye horse eyes. We have like a little hobby hobby box for uh, for for an award, and also the Legion Red Book. Nice. Yeah, and then uh, you know a, sign, a signed T-shirt from the guys down under. You know. That's awesome. So it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Uh, it's been um, I, I must say it's been really cool seeing you all come together and uh, seeing all the support that you've been getting from uh, from everyone around the, around the the heresy community because I hate I don't I don't think it's the, the right word to say around the world even though it is it's it is just one gigantic community I mean we talk about like we drop in the Oz 30k references and stuff like that for anybody who doesn't know that's a fantastic um, just an ama- well amazing uh, online resource for heresy. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind it. of like per- perfect for organizing um, conquest campaigns and stuff, and especially like if with, with the whole, if everyone has read book four and now book six, you'll see like how there's control points and how that's important in the campaign. It's already tailored for in the 30k page because you you have control points on planets and you can set up your own system and you can kind of tailor it to your to your like campaign you're running and you have a planet you have a picture i know it's it's like wiki based yeah but it's really hard to you know do a a document that you can kind of change as it goes like to make it a live file yeah but but you know you don't have to be i don't i don't know how to program a a wiki but by looking at the code from other people setting up planets i kind of figured out how to do it and if i if i can do it with my with my fucking illiterate computer skills, I'm pretty sure anyone else can set up you know, a proper fucking planet. What you're kind of trying to say is there's hope for us all. Exactly. <laughs> and and uh, just just not just uh, the campaigns and stuff. It's a great resource to just put up your army and have a look at other people's fluff if they want to put fluff in their army. It's an inspiration. Like yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, the, uh, the only thing that it's kind of it's drawback is uh, because it's a wiki. It's kind of how it's uh, how it's working with the you know uh, image files and stuff. Yeah. yeah. that's that's one of the drawbacks. But I'm thinking like if you link some Imgur images or if you if you do some proper like good photo linking and if 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 you are one of those people that are pretty gung gung ho with how to do wiki programming i'm pretty sure you can do something really nice and make you look and nice, shiny be. and stuff yeah shiny and nice but you know i'm i'm a fluff fanatic so i'm i always love to look at pictures but i don't mind reading you know some stories as well that's cool i did really do like even if you're not going to the link on heresy i'm really encourage you to go in and, and read what some people's battle reports and see what people have created like their own stories and even click at the armies that have that's part of the Lincoln heresy campaign and you see what they've written up fluff for their armies and stuff yeah because it's you know you'll find some inspiration there for sure uh, it's very very cool stuff I've, I've had a look at the things like the mission that was set up for Lincoln and things like that and some of the stuff that's on there and it is very cool um i, I must admit i need to sit down and actually spend some more time to go through it all but uh it was very very awesome and it's it's again it's just i've said this before in some of our older conversations that uh, it's just what i love about the 30k community is that it is that big big community much more so than i feel the uh, the 40k community is but that, that's just my personal opinion yeah it feels more creative somehow. yeah 
Definitely. It feels more like the back back in the old day, the Rogue Trader area where, era when you you kind of had a game master and you had to write up stories and yeah. But that's got to make a reason. Yeah. That's a thing several people have mentioned. It's more like historical wargaming in the future, so to speak. Well, but the, the the background means more than just winning. Yeah, I mean, if you, do, if, you, if you look at it, it, it technically is historical gaming because we're gaming with events that have happened in, a, in yeah. an existing universe, which makes it exceedingly cool. Um, but I love the fact that it's it's so big that you're not always forced into replaying Waterloo or something, you know? You yeah. can uh, go about playing the, I don't know, the, the Lincoln heresy, you know, the, the Lincoln system, which exists out there but is part of a, a compliance war that we've never heard about in the official um fluff but it's been put together and brought to life which is again i i just find it very hard to hard to pull, pull together in my head with 40k but i'm not i don't want to sound well i am ragging on 40k but it's um <laughs> It's very good. I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong. I still play the game. I enjoy it. And uh, but there's just it's a different class of game. I think it's and not in a we're more elite than you kind of thing. It's just there's a different different direction with the gaming. It's a different mentality as well. Yeah. In a way, not yeah. everyone plays it uh, plays 40k just to win. But a lot, it's much easier to build something that just is designed to win. Yeah. In 40k. I think and so. that takes yeah. the narrative out of it for me, at least. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that yeah, one. Yeah, but here, here, like, even if... Because I've noticed that with the FAQs and, and kind of how... Well, compared to... to compared to since... Uh, what, what are we up to now? Sixth edition in rules in Sixth 40K? Or se- uh, yeah, seventh. Seventh. Seventh edition. And, like, how many FAQs has Games Workshop produced? <laughs> Yeah. And then you have Forgeworld has done like three, and and they kind of they've rebalanced points, they've changed you know current units, and they kind of listen to player feedback, and they do player testing. They even admit to do player testing. And it yeah. sometimes, if you listen to other podcasts or something, it feels like they actually are playing the game. <laughs> yeah. With people that that are that not just in their isolated bubble, but with actual people yeah. outside of the bubble. I think that's that's been their their um, their, um, their their key success the whole time um, with what they produce and how they work is that they just seem to get that they just seem to get it you know it's it's it feels much less of a corporate entity and um, yeah. as an old friend of, well not an old friend a good friend of mine would say it's uh, it's more gamers uh, games by gamers for gamers. Yeah. You know, it's more of that old, like we talked about the 80s, 90s, old GW, um, uh, GW sort of mentality of making things cool and having fun with it. Yeah. Well, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, but um, I've also noticed, like, playing the game, mm. uh, there's, compared to, like, 40k, there's very rarely you end up in a matchup. Where you you kind of you won't stand a chance, and this really, really it happened. I, I think like during all my 30k games, I have I have managed to table someone once, and I've probably been tabled once, and that's like a rare thing. 
like in 40k. Yeah. Because it seems way more common that's going to happen there. Yeah, it feels like it. Honestly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so so take this. Go back to the Lincoln for a little bit. Tell us yep. what you've been sort of going through the whole prep and everything. Because I know we're we're we originally planned to record a little later in the week, but you are a very busy man this week because of prep. But what have you been? Yeah, going no, because I'm I'm fucking. I've been. I've built so much terrain. It's ridiculous. And I, right now, I've been like packing terrain. I'm kind of having some of my mates helping out to just drive down the sheer volume of terrain to Lincoln. Yeah. So I'm filling my car to like the maximum load capacity, <laughs> and then I have another mate driving his uh, fucking car down, filling it up with train, and it's just getting everything sorted, everything organized, everything packed, ready and stuff. Because you know, normal life doesn't stop. It's no. because it's because I'm going away. So, you know, I'm a father of two, and like you know, a full-time worker, yeah. work for the government. So there's like no rest time. No, I feel you on that one. And so you, you've literally built this this whole thing yourself, haven't you? Really? I mean, you're saying you you picked up some stuff. Uh, yeah. Online, you sort of picked up some. Uh, I think you got some fat mats or something from uh, when you went out to. Uh, yeah, to Vegas. To Vegas. Uh, I managed, yeah, LVO. managed to score like two fat mats, and then I have uh, uh, I have one of those uh, EU mats. Mm-hmm. What are they called? Ears from from before. I have some um, like I have two of those deep cut. Sorry, yeah. Deep cut mats, <laughs> and then my mate has a fat mat, and then we have because I play his like other historical war gaming, so I've kind of scavenged all the desert mats that <laughs> we have. That's pretty cool. Like around around with my war gaming mates. Yeah. So I've done, you know, gone train crazy. And then I try to build as many, you know, ruins, houses, craters, whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> Little bits and pieces. And I've built a stone metallic board out of, uh, you know, the Aussie way with mega blocks. That's cool. But it looks cool, though. Yeah. yeah. It really does so, look cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll, like, I haven't had time because the paint was literally drying while I was packing it into. <laughs> boxes oh, wow. for my mate to pick up oh, so I, I was going to put it all on the, on like one of the fat mats that I have for the spaceship interior just to show people what, what it actually looks like but I, I guess I'll have to take a photo once we get to Lincoln because on, on the Friday heaps of people are going to rock up and help me put up tables which That's is always, cool. always good stop sanding cool. <laughs> I'm not going to stop sanding <laughs> I will stop sanding for no one I will I stop like selling for no man. Yeah, and then uh, we're also planning to have uh, like uh, beer, beer and steak nights on the Friday at the Bishops in Arms. Cool. Just you know, for everyone that's helped out setting up tables and stuff. Oh, that's sweet, man. Getting ready to get you know, have a beer. You, you can't complain eating you know, big lumps of dead animal flesh and drinking alcohol while talking heresy. <sighs> Three of my favorite things to do, and two of which I don't do anymore, so it's all good. Well, at least I can talk heresy. Exactly, that's that's my thing. At least I can talk heresy. There you go. Which will work. So. Which is like the the most important thing, anyway. Yeah. That's why we're true. talking heresy now. Exactly. And it's like late at night on a fucking Tuesday. Yeah. Late night on a school day, nonetheless. There you go. School night. School night, school yeah. day. Well, you know, I'm so tired of reading the Book of Logar, you know, I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
There's only, only so many times you go into Fulgrim's room before you've just got to take a breather and let, let things heal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Back, you know. <laughs> uh, I got, I got, uh, what's it called? Oh, just a question then. What do you think yeah, is syphilis? the worst? Syphilis? What's, what's the worst, what's the worst bedroom? Fulgrim's or Night Wonders? Angrons. Considering the description of Night Wonders' bedroom in. I can't remember which book it is, but it's basically an abattoir. I don't know. I think Mortarion's bedroom would probably be the worst. Because at least, you know, at least the other one would be fresh blood and fresh bodily fluids. That's true. That's true. Mortarion would be like, you know, two weeks old pizzas and so you find like a, a year old condom under his bed and shit I love the description of um, uh, was it the, the word I think it's one of the word bearer ships in Betrayer um, and Khan and Argotal are talking and um, it's like they're, they're looking they've got like he's pretty sure like they've got wet uh, white clean walls because there's so much blood on there and stuff he's like they must have. They must be able to clean them down or something. I just, I just imagine like Angron's room, kind of like that as well. <laughs> kind of wiped down and clean, full of blood and stuff. I bet Angron oh, just have a corner to sit in and rage. Nothing else. Just sit in a dark corner and uh, still listen to Skull Throne. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, he's he's too busy. Being Angron, Angron is the man. He's my he's my favorite. Well, Angron and Fulgrim, they're like the the best Primarchs ever. As you people coined, with most character. As you coined the phrase, was it Angron in the streets, uh, Fulgrim in the sheets. Exactly. Kind of says your love for the two of them. I just love the one of the descriptions of Sanguinius though. From I think it's uh, the book when they are on murder. Oh, and it's Horus, just like Horus Rising. Just, uh, I think it's that one because he's just basically walking around, around in a robe, eating an apple. That's all he does in a, one of the scenes in Horace's bedroom, basically. As you do, you know, you hang with <laughs> your bros. Oh, brother! It's about time you came back to bed. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, uh, but a real man walk around with loincloths. <laughs> oh dear! And he's on, a, on occasional spares, you know. Some random artist through, <laughs> through a, uh, and uh, statue and yeah. screaming singers and stuff like that. Now it looks perfect. So, should, shall we go back to Lincoln or some other topic? Are we, are we going down the uh, the uh, Craigslist topic now? Yeah, I was just oh, yeah, thinking exactly. down the rabbit hole. Like oh. yeah, missing feces and blood. Yeah. That's my secret yeah. recipe for my airbrushing Empress <laughs> <laughs> children. Yeah, to get I was, the right I was trying to avoid that topic. But... <laughs> Too late. Yeah. You, can, you can never avoid it. All ah. aboard the Freddy train. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Going down fucking fucked up will. Going down very fast. Yeah, Lincoln, I don't really know what else to say about Lincoln. So it's going to be awesome. So it's going to be awesome prices. It's going to be an awesome event. And we're doing traitors versus loyalists, and I think everyone is getting really psyched up now because it's. I've seen like heaps of people painting their armies, and and a lot of dudes have had the goal to finish a you know fully painted 2,500 points army for Lincoln, mm. and you know it's been 
really nice to see everyone really pushing in and looking forward to the event and everyone's been like really super positive and no it's just amazing to see it's going to be fucking awesome it's going to be good to see like all the guys that you've been talking to for the last couple of months just on you know the on the internet and i'm not talking about you know trolling each other (laughs) you know people have just been talking encouraging each other's different hobby you know getting their army painted and ready and their different projects for Lincoln. And, you know, it's been, you know, a really nice journey is seeing going from just an idea and then suddenly is holding like a big ad- event at a big convention. And with, with the, not just, you know, sponsor support, but, you know, with everyone chipping in, helping out painting terrain, helping out, you know, each other with sourcing bits and stuff. It's just been fucking amazing. Oh yeah, no, no arguments there. I mean, my my army, even though it's not attending Lincoln anymore, which was I must admit, it was one of my goals this year was uh, actually achieving my army painted in time for Lincoln and attending, which isn't going to happen. But I'll have to square that away with the guys in the, uh, the Age of Darkness podcast because that was one of my goals with them this year. Um, oh. But well, uh, you add on another five hundred points, and your goal is to attend Scandis. <laughs> That's very much what I'm going for. It's like, I planned this all along, honestly. Don't, don't judge oh, me. Did I write Lincoln? Uh, I meant Scandus. I meant Scandus, yes. October. It's God, a typo. October, October and May, they're almost exactly the same. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, so um, I've, I've been enjoying it as well. I've been really, really looking forward to uh, looking in, looking forward to seeing new posts come up in uh, the, the group, the traders group for the event and... Uh, seeing stuff come to life and people going is it, what about this list and what about this and you know is this a crazy combination and how many friends will i lose christopher um if <laughs> i put this list ta- out why are you only talking about my lists um <laughs> mainly because i've read most of them and yeah, that's true. um they are they're not dirty they're just very mechanicum destroying well, from to be fair list. to be fair four dominus bombards ain't overkill no, five, but what five is? are. You can't have five because that's too many points for a lot of war slots. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the math is what's stopping you from going over the top well, of what you're saying. Well, that and the logistics of building more than more than actually one Dominus Bombard because it's based it's it's uh, based on the same chassis as the Crassus heavy transport and what is the Malkador tank tank right? Yeah. No, the Macarius tank. Macarius yeah. tank. So it's so quite a big... What you're saying is it's more of a challenge than you thought you could handle. I probably could build it. <laughs> this but is I, where I, lad, madness lies, remember but, that. But to be fair, I, I know at least someone that would, would complain if there was were any more tanks in this living room. In the end. Yeah, well, just another good reason for you to find a house. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. We are looking, but they're quite expensive as it is right now. Oh, my God. Expensive <laughs> doesn't even start coverage. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so how, about about, how, how about Scandis? Are you going to bring an Ordinatus? No, I'm bringing a Walker. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did, I did, uh, I did consider the Volcano Cannon Ordinatus, but it was released about a week after I ordered the Warhound. So. No, you, can't, you can't have them all. But you could run uh, both of them, can you? Yeah, I could. I could. Because uh, Matrix of Ruin got two lot of war slots in it. 
Doctor's reasons, shenanigans. It's the Ordo Reductor. Their whole th- stick is to reduce stuff to dust. Well, you, well, you can always run Onslaught. You won't have to. Or just go a Leviathan list and have a <laughs> have it have my Warhound as the the compulsory <laughs> troop choice. The, the, compo- the, the compulsory HQ choice, right? Which part of the no <laughs> friends list discussion did we talk about before, Chris? Well, or are we going enough. with the friends are overrated part? That, that too, that too. But we're probably on the same side in the event, so it doesn't matter. Well, I, I oh, yeah, I'm not actually... fast. I'm not fast. You can bring whatever you like, mate. I'm on the same side as you. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm so I want to see how how many fucking. Um... How many five-man squads of red butchers with dual chain fists I have to throw at that thing before I, I take <laughs> it down? Oh, that's a, well, that, that's a challenge you need to be you, to see. You, or I, I would actually run Angron by himself at it just yeah. to do, like, the whole betrayer book thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, so to be fair, looking at my latest uh, trial list for Scandus, it's just about, I think it's seven tanks in it, or eight so I'm really glad that the relics ain't allowed because then you could have the nasty haywire jumping to the next tank if it doesn't kill stuff. Artifact. Oh, the one with the virus thing? Or... Yeah, the, the Contagium Mechanicum or something, whatever it's called. From the Mechanicum artifact list. Yeah. So that's just oh, well, nasty. you get to have relics this, this round. Or... Yeah, because I, I haven't. I don't want to. Do, I don't want you to rely on them. You don't really need uh, it. After <laughs> after my massive debacle with a relic at fucking the LVO, I'm not running relics again. Stupid. <laughs> you just forget Which to, one was that? Which one were you running? The, I, I was having the you know the Empress Children Blade that you can trade oh. uh, attacks for plus one on your invulnerable save. So oh. I had a chaplain with a two plus invulnerable save that was gonna you know do the whole challenge park while full room was hacking the normal dudes to pieces or cast yeah. legs or whatnot yeah. but the fucking dude snake eyed every single game <laughs> i remember you saying that i remember hearing that interview on the eye of horrors and just sort of oh. cring- so he's fired you. he's fired <laughs> he's, he, he has no place in my army ever again <laughs> uh, he, he has he's in a he's in a vat of, his head is in the vat of wine somewhere is he yeah it's like um fucking fab fabulous bile is operating on him I love it, so, it sounds like my Castellax from a game I had with uh, Eric, who run, started the 30k Sweden page, where they didn't even manage to get through a door in the whole game. That what happens when you try to program them with, with like Visual Basic and shit. Yeah, or just to do basic uh, HTML in like WordPad. <laughs> See, it's all good. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that was like terrible. So, did you plan any other events for Scandus then? Uh, besides Scandus? No, on Scandus, besides the big battle weekend. Uh, like uh, smaller fun stuff for the night. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, I'm planning to run like a night's joust on the Saturday night. So, either you hook me up. Uh, I, I was actually thinking, like, if you don't have a knight and if you one of the players walking up, and you could probably, uh, I haven't put all, all this on Facebook yet, but you, you you could probably hit up everyone else and see if they can bring two knights and then one knight. 
But as as an option, I'm considering to just allow any kind of Lord of War, worst mm. case scenario. So like if you have if you have a Primarch and you <laughs> really have a stab <laughs> at the rest of the night, you can probably because it's about the same points. Yeah, that's true. If you have a fucking Cerberus and you're retarded enough to bring <laughs> like me, you can probably try and run with that. But that not gonna fucking work, don't. So recommended tactics for Cerberus: ram the knight. Yeah, exactly. That's the only thing that's gonna work. Because I, or, I or talk, not talking, take one. <laughs> or not yeah. take one. I actually I did a, a trial game for Lincoln, like running through one of the missions, just to you know make sure the fine unit. And <laughs> I brought my Cerberus and uh, my mate who was playing Death Guard. He had the Vindicator laser destroyer. Uh, you know the sorry, yeah. Uh, yeah the Vindicator with the laser destroyer yeah. array. So he can shoot. If he stands still, he can always shoot three shots, while I shoot the three shots. But, you know, being as lucky, I was like, oh, fuck, I had, I had to turn, and I had to shoot this shit out, because, you know, he can actually kill me. So I thought, like, oh, I'm opening up at him. So I shot at him. He got off three shots. Amazing. Three hits. Three failed pen, and lost three <laughs> hull points of my Cerberus. <laughs> That's just, that's just hilarious, actually. Which is fucking retarded. And then he shot back, and he, and he took off two hold points from me, because the difference between that one is that, okay, I am strength 10, he's strength 9, but he has ordinance. He's yeah. also twin-linked, so he's going to hit, and he's, like, even with the flare shield, he's going to glance off. So he had, he, he had three dice, three... Sh- so he, he got, like, two sixes, obviously, in the end, with the rerolls. <laughs> So it's under five wounds, and then Mortarion just finished him off. Because I, I, I was like, fuck this dueling shit. I'm just going to run forward, uh, take off the last hold point of that Spartan, which I did with my last cannons, not with the fucking main gun. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then Mortarion is because I didn't want it to blow in my lines. I just want you to know I am laughing at, at the situation. I'm just concentrating on pacing pace right now, so I'd rather not laugh too heavily. Yeah. Um, just, just so you know. Because <laughs> yeah, that's uh, fucking horrific. But it's all right. Like, uh, a Vindicate Laser Destroyer costs, what, like 155 points? Yeah. This is only, like, 395 plus Ceramite Armour, so it's, like, 400-ish something. So that's no, biggie. no biggie. No biggie. I mean, it's not like it was doing a good job or anything, so it's not like you've wasted the points putting him out there. No. No, not at all. Not like I was running Onslaught, so I could have him and Corax without jump infantry. Fuck. Corax is it like he couldn't even take out uh, a land raider, but man, he, he he's still pretty nasty. Even though he's a hundred points cheaper and he has no jump, he still has all all the other little special attacks. So he, he's pretty nasty in close combat, especially against normal dudes. Yeah, I've I've heard that he chews through regular troops pretty quickly. Yeah, but he, he's he's just like. Um, just like fucking Conrad, vehicles he don't he don't like them. Like he has to man. run away from contempt of dreadnoughts as well. Yeah. Because the bane of the bane of a primarch is a contempt of dreadnought. <laughs> Which I think is just I genuinely think is the funniest thing I've, I've I've read. I mean I've never seen not played him on the tabletop at all. But just to hear well, like, the one thing you don't run into is a contemptor. Playing Angron most of the time, contemptor, Leviathan, I don't really care. Just bring anything <laughs> and uh, let me stab it with two chain axes and it's gone. 
<laughs> See that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to eat that for breakfast. Yeah. But I remember at the fucking LVO, um, <laughs> ending up in close combat with uh, Fulgrim versus that fucking, uh, what's his name? Draco, Draco, the fucking Salamander. Draco's... Yeah, this Salamander thing. Yeah, the Draco. The oh, my God. <laughs> because I can't hurt him with Fulgrim. And then I had, I had like two characters with Melter Bombs and... You don't get the bonuses, and you, the only thing you can do is glass the motherfucker. And he does like okay, he can he can kill. He doesn't have that many attacks and stuff, but he can do a thing that that he hits everyone in base contact with like strength seven, AP three or two or whatever it is. That's like yeah. a sweep sweep attack or something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, or something like that. It's like an automatic hit, and fuck, that's nasty. That shit is fucking off. Because he he just sniped stuff left, right, and center. Yeah. Because oh, I have to pile, so I'm like I'm gonna surround him. It's one fucking contemptor, and he's just stamping away. Like Fulgrim don't care, but everyone else just died around him, and I couldn't afford that because I needed the guys with the meltdowns. Yeah. <laughs> they were always gonna be next to him. Like, they were always gonna get smushed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that seriously that was... sucks. Yeah, no, that's that fucking con- that book box thread is. It's fucking off the chain. <laughs> yeah. And kind, yeah, so, and because I had Firebrand, so at least I had Strength 7, but that's not good enough for fucking, for his uh, 14. No, he's he's basically a walking land raider. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm. But he's very mm. cool, I must have, and the, the newer version of him is even crazier. Yeah, when you ask that. Yeah. Control your machines within whatever if they. If yeah. He does a sort of like pseudo cyber thursday I think it is sort of thing. Which I don't really care about, but you know it would suck for you, Chris. Well, I don't have that much that 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 he that I can come into range with. I think. Uh, fair enough. Because I've got the really really short range, I think that ability. It's like eight or twelve inches or something crazy like that. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other hand, if it's uh, quite, if it's not the best ability, but it's still fluffy and it's situ- situational, yeah. so it can be interesting to see used. Though. Yeah. yeah. It would be good to see how it goes. It gets gets played out and used. I must admit. But uh, now I I'm I'm I won't, I won't lie. I'm, I've been hoping for something like. Uh, of Cassian Dracos kind of thing for the um, the Iron Warriors because you've got like uh, from Talon you've got Ren the the guy who gets recreated into the um, after being thumped by Perturabo basically he gets recreated into uh, a Contemptor and he's pretty badass in that one um, taking on a Bane Blade Fell Blade something like that he, go, he basically runs up to it and melts it in the face um, <laughs> as you do I mean, literally because he's got the built in uh, melter guns in his palms He, if, if I remember rightly he literally walks up and clamps his hands onto it and melts the inside of it uh, melts it that way which is pretty fucking beast if I'm honest um, awesome. something like that would be cool but then again I, I'm not going to complain too hard because we did get the iron circle oh they are beautiful yeah they are very pretty models I wish very, the Domitar looked like that well, it's based on the Domitar chassis, at least, so, you know. 
Yeah, but one is cool, another one looks like like not <laughs> <Stop> the robot. <laughs> well, you have to you have to promise me, Mr. J, that you will get at least you know three of those. That's the uh, minimum. That's the minimum I will allow. <laughs> my my plan is, if, I, if I'm honest, if I if I get the the job and actually get some decent financial backing on myself, I'm going for a full six. I want Ooh. a full iron circle around on Coperti. I want to do that. I have no idea how I'm going to run it on the tabletop. I need like a 10,000 point game or something freaking stupid like that. But the I question know. is, you know how uh, Petrobo can have the cell blade, whatnot? Uh, Shadow what Sword. Shadow Sword. Sword. Yeah. yeah, Tormentor, yeah. Yeah. Can you fit the Iron Circle inside of it? Eh? Well, it's, no. a Shadow, it's a Shadow Sword with a 15 man transport, but they can only take up to Terminator, right? They're monstrous creatures, they can't yeah. fit in. That's true. Ah, that would because that'd be cool. Well, do you yeah. know what'd be cooler? Even cooler is if he made if they made them jump troops, and they <laughs> gave him gave him a jump pack because uh, or jet pack because if you're thinking about it, um, the opening of Angel Exterminatus, he literally does a hero landing into the fortification that the that they're assaulting, and then the Iron Circle basically dropping around him like the Iron Legion from the Avengers. And it's like yeah. make make them jump troops or just you know let them deep, deep strike. strike together. Yeah. Give them a, a teleporting beacon that they can use on the battlefield. So they can use that as a jump pack, basically. Something like that. I just think like the, that that would be beast. I mean, if if, if I honestly, I would love to run um, a big twenty thirty thousand point heresy apocalypse game <laughs> and have Perturabo teleport in with the iron circle and just drop that in somebody's backyard and hear the whimper as they land <laughs> and go okay what am i going to destroy first because yeah. they are they are just the iron circle is just rude uh, for what it can do in my opinion but it, it's they're still monstrous creatures they're still big heavy loving things they don't have all of the rules they could do with um but they are very very tasty and I also get that fucking special bonuses and shit if they run with Perdo. If they run with Perdo, yeah, they get all the good stuff. Like extra yeah. weapon skills or whatnot. Something like that, yeah. I'm just having a look and I, I'm really loving the um, the Iron Fire, the rolling bombardment special rule for the new right of war. Yeah, that's nasty. Yeah, that it's beautiful. <laughs> well, it's both uh, nasty and fluffy, so it's a win-win actually. It's all Iron Warrior, baby. That's what that is. It's just yeah, we, Med we Medusa's is the shit. Yeah, I, I do need to own some Medusas at some point. Um, yeah, I think there's going to be. Well, we we'll get those uh, Lehman Russ off you for the um, the uh, Colts militia, militia list. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm tempted to uh, do some Lehman Russ chassis Medusas as well. Oh, did you uh, had, did you have a look at that link for tracks and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be hitting that up. I can say if you're looking to order from there, I can be willing to be coerced to do an order myself at the same time, so in Shedish because it's from the states. Yeah, it's blood and blood and skulls, isn't it? That's what they're called. Yeah, blood yep. and skull industries. Yeah, but I really like their stuff and um, being able to get the bits and do like we talked about with them anyway. Use those yep. bits instead of the uh, the uh, rogue trader um, land raider land raider instead. Much cleaner, much easier to deal with, much easier to deal with as well. 
Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I want to want to want to do, and can do the um, what do you call it? The uh, oh, words are failing me right now. Well, the, did, did you see uh, they also the Typhon as well? Yeah. Did you see they also had the freaking quad lasers? Yeah. So that yep, solves yep, the yep, whole yep, yep. quad laser issue, building yourself. Yeah, I already have the bits for that. Cat, stop biting me in the neck, you monster. Um, <laughs> a fucking parrot that's just sat there trying to chew me in the back of the neck. It's, it's not comfortable. Um, <laughs> fuck off. Um, it's all about perception. Yeah, there is that. Um but uh, yeah, no, I think I think stuff like that would be pretty cool. I was planning on, I was just say I've got uh, two sets of um, two, uh, twin last cannons from um, Land Raiders, so I was just going to take one set, mount it, and then cut the bottom off it and glue the yeah. other ones underneath and do it that way, and just have them uh, hanging yeah. out that way, which I think will look cool as well. It'll be a slightly more modern version of uh, or newer newer issue of the uh, the Spartan, I think. But, right. uh, but it, what, what are you going to do about the, the whole uh, whole thing then? Are you still going to use the like the rogue trader one for your like basis, or are you going to do what of what I've no, seen it's everyone? Coming, it, it's coming to you. Oh yeah, I know that, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know idea. You were going to get the Lima Rosses anyway, but yeah. Uh, but... I was thinking because I've seen heaps of people doing the normal ra land raider and then just extending the hole with plastic card. Yeah. yeah, they're not that big, it's not that big size difference on the sides if you just you can elongate them you just have you don't have to widen them you can make them longer. Well, as you were awesome enough to help me out with those uh, surplus um yeah, the top, you, you have the top and the bottom. All you really need yeah. is to find the side bits because all you need is the side panels. Well, the side panels are easy to make with um, with plastic card, and I've got two mil thick plastic card here, so yeah. I just need to line them up. And I've got the ramps and everything, um, so that's easy to fix. The only thing I need to fix then is the turret on top. Um, yeah, but that's the only other bit. That's, easy. that's that's quite easy like, to make as well. Yeah, just use an old Land Raider door. Yeah, um, and I've got those already. Um, Thanks to you guys. So the the build shouldn't be too hard. It's just getting the getting the right tracks on there. That's the key thing. Because uh, I was looking, I was mocking it up against the um, the original idea was to use a. My, I've got an existing Land Raider which uh, I was going to use for my Dark Angels. I was going to use that and just extend the front out and keep the existing tracks on there. Yeah. Just looking at it, it, although they're based on the same chassis, it just doesn't look right to me. So I'm gonna, like I said, I've I've got empty. Um, I bought some from eBay. Empty uh, Land Raider sides, the walls, um, yep. and then yeah, I have a look at Blood and Skull Industries and and get some track pieces and build them up from there so they look right. And then I'll probably, um, if I'm feeling frisky, I'll probably strip the uh, the old Land Raider tracks out anyway, because that's what I'm going to use as the base for the uh, Typhon. And yeah. um, redo them as well. So I think that's the plan there. Oh, uh, nice! Like the the actual heavy bolter um, turret thing. Yeah. It's just you know those. Of, um, ima imagine like those heating um, candles. You know the 
the metal one in the yeah. little round metal thing. It's just like one of those smaller round bits, and then it's just told two bolters sticking out of it. So you yeah, can no, easily I'm... do that out of fuck, just, you know, a piece of pipe or whatnot. Well, I've, got, I've literally got pipe sitting next to me that's big enough mm. for it. So I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna just gonna get that cut and, and fit it in. It's, it's like five minutes work to get it done. So it's it's in a really good position to get it done. Yeah, and, and like then said, and then the the thing on top of it is just that you should be able to cut it out of a plastic card because it's just a lid. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's all it is. But I think using the Land Raider door will look quite cool on top. Yeah, um, quite cool. But yeah, so I mean that's 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 another project to be working on. We've kind of gone off the whole Lincoln track a bit. <laughs> I thought we Just were done back. with Lincoln. I don't know. We were, we're we... talking about scandals, actually. Were we talking? We back on scandals. I don't know. We kind of, kind of went segued like six different ways and thing. But yeah, uh, uh, scandals. Scandals. Yep. Scandals is where the big boys come out to play, basically. Exactly. Scandals is a three thousand points uh, team event. So it's going to be traitor versus loyalist. Uh, Fifteen aside, run by uh, a general on each side. Uh, it's going to be, uh, I think it's Emil for the loyalist side and Kim for the traitor side. And how it works, it's, uh, it's going to be uh, each turn you nominate who has the initiative. And the side that has the initiative <coughs> are going to be able to decide if they want to present an army mm-hmm. or let the opponent present an army. And mm-hmm. who, so one side presents whoever after they've decided who the one that has the initiative after he has decided. If he, what he's going to do, let's say he decides to present an army, he presents a list and say, this is the list uh, I am presenting. So then let's, say the, let's say the traitors get the, go with the initiative, they go, right, here's yeah. a dark mechanicum list we're going to be putting forward. Yeah, So who, and then the loyalist goes and pick, okay, who's going to face this list? Yeah. And they pick a player and a table, and off they go. Cool. And then uh, it, it swaps sides, so you alternate. That sounds nice, okay. So it's going to be very campaign, sort of very campaign general orientated. Yeah. That's very and, cool. And also it means it's going to be kind of self-regulating, so when Chris comes up with his fucking warlord, <laughs> warhound titan, <laughs> the, the opposing side is actually going to pick someone that, you know, Can't either, either picks up his hand and said, yeah, fuck yeah, I want to fight against a warhound, or... Or they're going to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, I have something that can actually deal with a warhound. Yeah, and that's, yeah you've got two fell blades or and, um, something. And yeah. to be fair, that's why I'm bringing the warhound. Yeah. Because it's it's going to be fun. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it, it's going to be it's going to end up being like you know fun and even matchups or just fun fun matchups. Yeah. Uh, and and that's the whole idea about the whole yeah. event is that you're gonna you're gonna be able to play with. All the big boys, because I'm not regulated. Like you can use any force org from that's you know allowed in the Horus Heresy. So it could be raiders, it could be Leviathan, it could be whatnot. Uh, also, there's like any any list. So you can run a knight list. You can run you know a Titan Legion. Like there is a Titan Legion now in in the Mechanicum book. So you can run a Titan Legion is using the Leviathan list. So uh, I, I just want people to you know things that they normally don't bring to an event mm. I want them to bring you know, like I want to see big stuff because that's the heresy for me I want to see like massive big stuff and I want to see people that you know want to play infantry armies I want them to come and play infantry armies and besides that the, the only caveat is going to be that you can't play the same opponent twice during the event because it's two days five rounds uh, but 
if there's going to be like uh, a really shitty sideboard that none of the generals are really happy about because you know you run out of players, so the the poor militia guy is going to face you know a titan <laughs> army. Chris's, Chris's titan, yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't have any he doesn't have any you know tanks or super heavies or anything that can deal with it. I'll have mm. a little sideboard. Uh, of my Raven God, that's going to be like black shields for that event. And mm-hmm. uh, so, so I will go so in. Take a Cerberus and do nothing with it as well. <laughs> uh, exactly. So they can have a Cerberus for free. <laughs> it's probably going to kill itself. No, but I'll just present like, okay, uh, what we're going to do is you you can remove like 400 points of your army. You'll get a Cerberus and you'll get you know uh, a breacher team with melter bombs or some shit. That's cool. Really or whatever, doing depending it. on what whatever he's facing. Yeah. Or you like you'll have my two knights for for the knight joust. So you'll have an allied detachment of two knights, but you'll have to drop you know your typhon or something. Have to play around with the points a bit, so it's it's yeah. still within the points. Yeah. That's exactly. very cool. And it's it's uh, you've you've mentioned sort of touched on it a few times already, but it's it's sort of following on the story from Lincoln, the sort of. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's going to be the Scandus system, because the event is called the Burning of Scandus Prime, which is uh, one of the planets in the Scandus system. And the Scandus system is uh, it's in the same subsector as Lincoln, uh, kind of, but it's on the border of, uh, of uh, well, close to wherever the Old North thing happened. So they're, they're all, that, hence the whole idea about having, like, you can play with orcs if you do the whole... Two points to increase the toughness for which, your orcs. To be fair, with, with orcs isn't a bad thing. No, which the they need of... if the, they need to be able to play a, a heresy legion army to keep them balanced. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's uh, so it's going to be fluff, and you're going to be able to lodge battle reports just like you did with Lincoln beforehand. And the thing about the prices, it's not going to be uh, best loyalist, best trader. It's going to be you know. Whoever won the, the on the day is going to be, you know, if the traitor won, they're going to be like, they're going to. I'm going to see. I'm I'm or talking about either organizing like uh, a campaign sword or like a campaign trophy that we kind of engrave. So it's if it's like traitors 2016, you get it engraved or you get a lot of the thing like you know like the ashes or whatnot. That's very, very cool. For people who, who are listening to this, mainly the students who don't know what cricket is, it's a little trophy that we fo- that we fight over and try and kick the ass of the Australians for every year or every other year. <laughs> to, to be honest, it's one of the cutest the trophies, ceremonies ever when they bring forth the little souvenir-sized trophy. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is kind of funny. Here's my Terminator-sized trophy. Yay! <laughs> Could literally be a Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's the whole plan. And then uh, obviously there's going to be heaps of fluff prices, like always, like best painted, uh, best sport. Um, and I'm thinking about maybe finding some other ones, kind of like, you know, best fluff or something like that. I, I haven't really, I'm, I'm currently You're negotiating. You're on your plate right now. <laughs> yeah, well, well it's uh, scan. <laughs> I mean, Lincoln hasn't really happened yet. Uh, so I'm I'm in negotiating with my my sponsors and figuring out like what the price is going to be, uh, but there like there's also another massive big thing that's going to happen at Scandus. 
which yeah. is going to be the drawing of the raffle that I'm doing about the Warlord Triton. Oh, do you want to take us through that? Because I would really <laughs> like you to talk about that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is going to be like a Freddy sode. It, well, I was going to call it. I was going to call it episode one. Freddy takes over. <laughs> like Fre- or, or Freddy, Freddy, Freddy doesn't episode. fucking. Yeah, Freddy doesn't fucking shut up. And uh, then. Uh, <laughs> Just the thing. Then episode two, it's only Freddy this time. <laughs> I was like, I fired everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> fourteen hours of Freddy talking. Yeah. Mon- monologue episode about the Slanish yeah. possession, like positions, how, how to, you know, how to get a keeper of secrets to really keep yeah. the secrets. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the War- Warlord Titan. Yeah. So, uh, so what I'm doing is I'm uh, raffling off. A Warlord Titan painted by Scattershot Painting, which has you know, been really amazing helping me out um, organizing you know, the whole raffle thing. Um, uh, and it's going, the, well, I should probably backtrack it a little bit. It's getting late now. I'm running out of beer here. Um, so what, I, what I'm doing is uh, I'm trying to raise funds for um, research research for uh, curing uh, an illness, which is called DMD, which is a mus- muscular disease. Uh, it's it, what kind of happens if, if you prog- have the prognose, prognosis, uh, diagnosis, there we go. Fuck. thinking in German, speaking Swedish and generally fucked up. <laughs> so if you have the di- diagnosis uh, DMD, it, it means that your muscle muscles are deteriorating and currently there is no cure. Uh, so what I'm trying to do is kind of, well, A, create awareness because it's kind of a rare disease and most people don't know about it. And B, trying to raise funds for research because it's desperately, it's it's one of those things that kind of really unfunded uh, with research yeah. because it's really rare. It's not really that many of the companies that try to invest in, in research to cure it because, you know, it's not that much money in, in, in it actually. So, so most of the research is really kind of based on charity or or fundraising or government sub subsidies. Yeah. But we all know that government subsidies these days aren't, yeah, <laughs> n- not that much. Not worth, not yeah, worth not, the paper they're not printed on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's uh, another thing I did. What I'm doing. So right now you'll see on Facebook. We we could probably link it to. Um, we will most definitely yeah, link it. Yeah, I'll put it up on the Facebook page after we're. Yeah, talking. so we'll link it on our Facebook page. Otherwise, you can you could probably uh, use the search DMD raffle, like uh, Delta Mike Delta raffle, uh, and you'll find it there. And, and you're going to see like it's for a Warhound, and it's going to have all the details information on actually how you entered the raffle. Basically, what you do is you, you click the link there, uh, a donation of 35 bucks or dollar reduce will give you one raffle ticket. Hang on, let's, let's be, sorry, Freddie, I've got to clear that up. It's, it's American dollars, not Australian dollars, so this will actually yeah. cost you more than a packet of crisps. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 Sorry, I just want to get that right. And, and one more thing, it's for a warlord and not a warhound, right? Yeah, it's a warlord. Yeah, because you're Did actually... Yeah, you said Warhound. That's why. Ah, I wanted to okay. clear that up. I wanted to clear that up. I think anybody right. should really be bitching about it. So but, it, yeah. it's a display-painted warlord titan. And if anyone wants to see the work of Scattershop painting for Warlord Titans, just Google uh, Warlord Janus Scattershop, oh, yeah. either uh, on Google or YouTube. And you'll see, because they, they painted, the, I think it was like 
seven or nine hours straight in the hotel room at Adepticon and yeah. just took this warlord and pimped it the fuck out. <laughs> pimped it, pimped so, it so hard. I think uh, there's a video on the Forgotten Legions on. Yeah, so it might be. Yeah. So you you kind of see what you you would probably expect if if you win the raffle. Yeah. And uh, to be fair, it's for a good cause. So yeah, it's it, it for like it, even if you buy a ticket for thirty five dollars, it's it's not going to go to waste. So it's for something good. And fuck, if you win a, a Warlord Titan and you invested thirty five dollars, <laughs> that's probably going to be your biggest personal gift ever. Honestly, yeah. you win a Warlord Titan for thirty five dollars. You you yeah. <laughs> You you are winning basically. Yeah. Well, yeah, oh. research for for a cure is winning, and you're winning a world on time. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, everyone then, is a winner. Do you mind if uh, if I just ask the motivation behind it? I mean, it's. Uh, well, uh, the motivation is obviously because my son uh, has to diagnose DMD. My eldest son, he's uh, six years old. Uh, he got uh, we got the diagnosis back in 2011. When I was actually currently serving, well, not, well, I was serving in Afghanistan. It was on New Year's as well, so it was like extra shitty. Oh. Um, so it's it's kind of personal, and you know, I'm, I'm not a like a doctor or a physician, or I, I can't really, I can't go and try to make up a cure myself. But I I can try and help out where I can, and and the only thing I can really do is create awareness, try to get you know some political drive behind this and, and also raise some money to help out people that actually can do some research. Well, I'm yeah. glad that uh, one thing I, I wanted to say, I mean, I know you're obviously aware of this, Freddie, but uh, I'm really, really impressed by how they uh, again, come back to the whole community thing with 30K, just how well everybody's stepping up to this because it's, uh, it's getting traction around all the different podcasts. Yep. Um, it's going to, I mean, I have Horace... Cease Initiative, um, It Will Not Die podcast, The Forgotten Legion guys with their Radio Free Istvan and their webcasts, um, Age of Darkness, I've had it all on there, and they're really, everybody's really stepping up, and a, a big shout to the Forgotten Legion guys who are actually doing a telethon for yeah, you, uh, yeah, for I know. That, which it's, I thought was really cool. Yeah, it's fucking amazing, and uh, I, I've talked to that, and you know, and and just the, the, the whole response, everyone everyone's just chipping in it's like wow what the fuck what can we do just let, let's just help out let's uh let's get get on board it's like we have the telethon and i know there's a in in melbourne there's uh, my old gaming group there they're doing like uh, war gaming for charity where they're going to run like awesome. x wing and some other stuff and like the admission fees and i think they're going to even serve some jager bombs and stuff <laughs> and, <laughs> and and the money is going to go obviously to the to you know, to support research as well. So it's it's just amazing that like how everyone's just chipping in. It's like, what? Like, it's no biggie. Let's just do what we can. Fucking hell, we can help out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's really really cool to people. Yeah, it's just like it's, it's nothing that, that I expected one because the the whole idea to this just came about when you know the MK uh, painting studio was going to raffle out um, the Alpha Legion army for Soldier On. Which yeah. is, you know, yeah. I, I've been kind of, you know, supporting Soldier on being an ex-army guy, Australian army. Soldier on is kind of a, an Australian army veteran foundation. Um, so, so, and I thought like, hmm, maybe I could like because I know I know I've been part of you know raising money for P PTSD veterans and all kinds of stuff, and 
you know, selling poppies and legacy funds. And I think, well, maybe I could do something, you know, in, with my own personal family situation. Why, why not just have a stab at it? And I kind of brainstormed a bit with Chris from Sketch Shop Painting, and he's like, oh. I was like, you know what would really be cool? Like to raffle off a Warlord Titan, because that would be out of, it, <laughs> out of its world. And, well, he was all up for it, and then it's kind of a snowball. And I was like, well, well, maybe I need to get organized like a donation page, and what should I write down? And, you know, I, I'm just going to write straight from my heart and say, you know, my, describe my personal situation, and, and then it just exploded. <laughs> I was like, it went from his, this idea to something amazing. And it just goes to show yeah. just how you know, how amazing everyone is. Just the passion they put into the hobby, they, the passion they put into like helping each other out, just fantastic. Yeah, totally. And uh, it's going to be a. I'm, I'm very confident to say it's something we're going to put. We're going to push as hard as we can here as well, on the, on the podcast because I think it's. Yeah, as a, as a dad, I, I yeah. you know dad or two, not not to make the doesn't make it any less or more significant but i get it i get why you're doing it and all props to you man i'm, I'm behind it 100 percent. and the bonus is getting you a chance to win a very cool model painted by some very awesome people uh, yeah. by the guys at scatter shop but the real win as you say is just raising funds and awareness for something that is is absolutely horrible and, and needs to be gotten rid of it needs to be dealt with and we've got you know we can do that we yeah. can help make that happen yeah and again huge big ups and props to everybody who's gone behind this and sort of stepped up and said that we can do something and doing it i think that's just awesome yeah no it's it's fantastic it makes me all emotional <laughs> it makes you all warm inside it, 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 yeah all warm and fussy even without the beer yeah even without the beer no but, but it's, beer good. It's, it's good like it's, it's even like it's you know being a, a war veteran and you know kind of have to having to deal with other stuff i kind of have different kind of coping mechanisms and one of those things is just kind of dealing with my own family situation and, and trying to do something because you always try to get some sort of controlling trying to do something to a oh, how do you how do you, i kind of hard to explain but try try to you know you're trying to exert some sort of uh I don't know how to explain it. Like, well, control again, I guess. Like, you're trying, you're trying to get on top of things. Trying to do that, some positive influence on it. I think yeah, is the best way of looking. Positive, at it. like, not just get like sucked into the whole negativity, like the depression part. Yeah. But actually, trying to do something positive and proactive. Which is really instead of just thinking. Yeah. It's really important to do. And uh, like I said, totally, totally hats off to you, man. You've done, you're doing a, you've done a great way of doing it. And. Big up to everybody who's getting involved. It's doing something I love as well, which is yeah, this hobby, and that's which is, a win. Uh, another thing that's fucking that amazing. That's a total win. That's so. really really cool. So, yeah. yeah. So get along to the the page. We'll put a link on our Facebook page, and if I get some show notes written up, I'll add it in there. Thirty five dollars for yep. a ticket. You're in with a chance to win a pro painted yep. Warlord Titan. Warlord Titan. Big Mars pattern warlord titan. I'll say that again because that can't not be understated. But the real winner is the the research and the the cause that this is all going for. So, yeah. yeah. And, and unfortunately, a, a baby born is not included. <laughs> so you probably have to you know manhandle I, the titan. I, th I think we'll have to find a way. I think I've got one. I'll throw. I'll throw <laughs> if I've got one spare, I'll throw one in myself, and we'll just try and find a way of pimping out a little bit and. <laughs> 
we we should get a, a baby Bjorn with um, you know how the the I've horse guys are selling like yeah. onesies and shit. We should get like a baby yeah, Bjorn with the been running in and that, that'll be that'll be how you carry like, it around. But you, you know, you travel around with it, you wear it on the front, and just deploy deploy from chest. Exactly, Titan custom. Totally, yeah. man. That would be very awesome. very cool. Spe- special trolley for you. Yeah. Well, you almost need it because they're quite a chunk. It's fucking make massive. <laughs> if if any of you fucking mongrels win it. You have to make sure that I will get uh, preferred enemy type. If any of us, preferred enemy warlord at the event gets it, I think we we should just basically put it in the middle of a table and then let everybody have go at it with like a thousand points each or something. So you get it's like playing bulldog or uh, what is it? The um, I can't remember the game. uh, We used to. It's going to be Titan joust. It's not going to be. (laughs) It's just going to be everybody running up trying to kick the Titan in the shins until it explodes. Well, couldn't just if the entire army got entire army of everyone, the collected army, just gathers around the warlord titan, and the warlord titan decides to self destruct. There, oh, there you go. It's gonna end. It's gonna end in a draw. Yeah. But do you count as table then? Because... One way or another, something's gonna go boom, and it's gonna go boom big. So we're gonna find out. But yeah, yeah totally. Done. That that that, that yeah. has to be done. Oh, fucking crazy. That has to be done. Oh well. Yeah. What can you do? Well. It's been very cool chatting about that. I mean, I must admit, it's been cool to get a sort of a, a sense of what we're going to, what you're going to be doing for Scandus and what you put into to Lincoln and. Yeah, well, that's the thing up in the future, like from my my end of the world. But I also know that the guys down in Malmo is running this whole Avari cluster campaign, yeah. which is sounds like yeah, fucking so awesome. Really and they they got yeah they got an event. What is it? Weekend next week, right? The Saturday next week. Yeah, the, the, the week straight after. So yeah. you can go fucking full hard on for heresy. You just do the link on, and then you go down to Malmö and do the Avari cluster. Uh, our buddy then, Jens from our sister cast, the Northern Heresy, he's going to be coming down for it, and I'm going to be hooking him up with some barbecue afterwards. Come out to the barbecue shack and uh, get some food on the yeah. on the Sunday. Christopher, you can still come down, you know, and get that all sorted. Yeah, he he offered me a place to sleep. Uh, I think. You know. Yeah, you should. What, so, what was it? You know, playing spoon. Were you well, big or little spoon? He, is the he, question. He wanted. He, he wanted to be the little okay, spoon. Fair enough. Well, you know, mm-hmm. get to be the big spoon. It's not a bad thing. But, uh, that's right. As long as you don't do uh, the whole thing that they do in the Fulgrim novella. That's just a bit special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how all you know, kind of love play act should end by like gutting your partner. And then using their blood for paint. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because nothing says I love mm. you like painting, painting you, painting, you, painting, uh, painting a large, large-scale piece of art with your guts and uh, blood. Yeah. While while using your uh, your partner's uh, entrails as a turban. Because that that's what love is. Yeah. Mm, that's that's real love. But no, back, back to, so let's just go through the events we know of right now. So we've got, obviously, we've got Lincoln yeah, coming I... up this weekend. We've got the yep. Avaria Cluster right the... event happening on the 14th down here in Malmo. Yeah, and that's, uh, I got the details yeah. for it. And it's at 2,000 points, Standard yeah. Age of Darkness. Three games, uh, Traitors versus Loyalists. Same map as the Phase 1. And I got 18 okay. of 20 spots taken. So they're that's doing, they're, again, they're doing yeah, really, really awesome. well. I would... 
again if i was free i would be putting myself forward and putting my army in that but uh, i am working that weekend so life says no yeah i, I would love to yeah. go down there and there's yeah. um and then we've got there's actually there's something else that runs there is a a, a campaign group going on here in in uh, malmo as well the we've got a great central sort of gaming house spellhus um, which is literally almost a direct translation of Playhouse, if I'm right. Um, and they've yeah, not that kind of no, not, not the not the full grim kind of uh, Playhouse, um, but they've they're they're running a it's sort of like an escalation uh, campaign group going for the Heresy as well, which is really really good. So there's a couple of groups going on with the Heresy down here, which is only going to grow the grow the game. Yeah. I, I must admit, I'm same, same thing here in Stockholm. We have like um, you know, a gaming group, and we run um, Heresy games. I think it's every second week, roughly. Uh, and well, you've seen the tables that we play on, and most yeah. of the train will be at Lincoln. So. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see what's going on there, and hopefully, I was going to get uh, Chris and Jens down for like a weekend for some gaming. That'd be very cool. And uh, there, there's a mini event planned to happen Ooh. could you remind me what day I, I I did it for Chris the barbecue one yeah barbecuing for Harrison uh, it was like uh, the 2nd of July right yeah I, I, could, I trust you on this I could just uh, open my mail that would be useful just, just, yeah, yeah. yeah so Mr. J you can always fly up to um to Stockholm and barbecue that is for a possibility. I, I may have a conference on that day that I'm, I'm actually managing, so I, I might not be able to make it, but I'll see what I can do. Like, well, that's it's almost a yes. Not a no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Something. Yeah, it's, it's on the 2nd of July. It's not a no. It's also my son's birthday the day before, so I will have to see what I can do. But there's never a no, because if we can do a family trip up, hey, family trip to Stockholm, well, Papa goes and plays Toy Soldiers. I like that. There are lots okay. of stuff to do for people this in Stockholm. And, and uh, mommy takes daddy's uh, credit card and disappear into the city. I, 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 don't don't, don't say things like that, Freddie. I want to sleep tonight, man. There's no need to, pay, to bring horror stories out like that. But then, it, then it's like five minutes later, the credit card is empty and yeah. she's bored again. It's, it's, you're making my wife out sound like a shopaholic. I mean, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing, but, you know. She no, 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 no. I was, no, no. I was more... more or referencing to the, the status of the, the status of your credit card. card. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so yeah, there's so there's uh, there's that. We've got uh, then we've the lovely uh, burning of Scandus Prime on the fifteenth and sixteenth yep. of October. And where are we where are we having that one again? We're having that in uh, Solentuna in First Varsgården for the the defence. Are you really sure it's pronounced that? If you if you listen to the excellent, uh, ah, we're doing, so it's basically in a, in an army kind of barracks uh, yeah. outside of cool. Stockholm, in one of the suburbs. It's not that far. It's about ten minutes from the city center with train. So it's like you you go to Hegvik uh, station, and from there it takes about five minutes to walk to the first sparse garden. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's uh, like it's going to be on for two days, like you said. And we're also going to have a bar. And I'm planning to do like a there's a a, a local O'Leary's, not 
too mm-hmm. far away from there or where you hit town or whatever. Probably keep. There is a barbecue there, so I could actually barbecue depending on the weather. That's October, so I'm not. Ready. I wouldn't hold out. For, I wouldn't hold Counting out for on. decent barbecue weather in October. You'd be pushing it in September. No. And uh, yeah. even and then by a barbecue at the, the on the evening of the as well barbecuing yeah. in the dark in the so, so the plan is probably doing doing what we did for um, uh, what we're doing for uh, Lincoln is we we're probably just gonna hit out you know go to a bar have some steaks and drink some beer and talk oh, some yeah. shit if they're gonna let us in unless we're too drunk. <laughs> Then we, then we probably just have to do the night joust and order pizzas. Oh, well, that sounds absolutely we, horrible, Shreddy. That sounds just like the worst possible yeah. evening ever. Speaking of uh, the evening events in Scandus, we have, have been a few of us talking about uh, having some better fit Gothic running yeah, in the evening. Yeah, we talked about doing yep. that as well. Well, I, I, how much do you want me to bring? <laughs> I think we were saying about uh, 1,000 points, weren't we? Uh, uh, yeah, Jens was uh, suggesting a thousand points at least. So it depends on what people can get. The whole, like, uh, what I've done is I've, I've rented the whole um, army house for what's it like forty-eight mm-hmm. hours. Hence, yeah. hence a little bit more expensive price for the tickets because yeah. I can't get it. Like unlike. Uh, Unlike Lincoln, where it's uh, Sverre Rock and it's kind of subsidized, and all you have to—I haven't charged any extra for the event um, for for Lincoln, but here I actually physically have to pay for the rental, so I have to charge a little bit more. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's yeah, alright. Yeah, but, but it means that we there's no time that we needs to need to leave, so we can stay there all night. We can play Gothic. We can play the night joust. Uh, which I'm kind of working out the mission details, how we're going to work that out, uh, depending on how many people are interested in Night Joust. Uh, I was thinking we can run some Zone Mortalis events. It all depends on how, how hardcore people want to game, because we'll still have alcohol there. We, we could order pizzas, or we could go out and have like an organized dinner. It's in October, so I haven't really finalized any of those there's, details. There's no stress to finalize anything right now, especially on air, so you're okay. <laughs> we can work that out. That's well, uh, all right. But th- those are all the ideas that I'm kind of yeah. freeballing at the moment. But I really liked, because remembering in the LVO, uh, after the first day, I think it was on the Saturday, um, after like a whole day of gaming, they had a night joust, and that was fucking amazing. And, and the casino kept like the bar open just for that, and you know, it was really funny. It wasn't that serious either, and most people were pretty drunk by then. So, so. <laughs> So what you're saying is that we are actually moving the Scandus event to Las Vegas? For oh. <laughs> to a casino? No, no exactly. I just bought my tickets ba- to Stockholm. Bali's casino? <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't stop. <laughs> stop away. Uh, but my, my plan for next year is to start off uh, February with fucking um, the Weekender and then do Adepticon. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. This, this year is Australia and um, it was... Vegas. I've got some friends I wouldn't mind going to see you do the weekend or yeah, next year as well, actually. So that might be I might be up for that as well. Yeah, we, we uh, could probably uh, do do like a whole uh, kind of you know team trip. Because yeah. I've been thinking about the weekend or next year as well. So. That's cool. We'll work that all out. Yeah. So yeah, so that is that's the sort of event roundup in a long roundabout way. I'm I'm sure we'll actually get around to making this a bit more tighter and professional at some point, but you know, that's not. 
Yeah. Well, you know, it's the it's it's the fucking we just let the cannon roll. Let, let the cameras roll. <laughs> roll episode. Let the cameras roll. See what. Yeah, let's see what the let's fuck see what happens. happens, and then we'll worry about it in post, or I'll worry about it in editing. Just act, just act natural. Oh, good God, we want people pretend to know what you're doing. doing. Yeah. Oh well, I, I wanted to have a you know as a part of the podcast where one of us present a crazy. This is true. Yeah. Remember? Oh. Dude. Yeah. So everyone gets to do. I can do my first one. Okay. Seeing as I came you up with the idea. You want to go for it? Go on, Freddie. Hit us, so, with, hit us with your army list. Yeah. So, as I might be going to Australia in September, I need an army that I can mm-hmm. travel with. And I know that everyone's shitting on the whole right of war fury of the ancients. A oh, fuck, man. I want to try it out, especially considering I I play normally world eaters. I like the fluff, fluff when they wake. Now, when they get boarded by the ultramarines, they wake up. Oh, are we fighting ultramarines now? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> and uh, so I'm thinking about for uh, my trip down to uh, mm-hmm. Australia, probably with some luck, hooking up with Tim and Michael. I'm going to bring all the dreadnoughts. All your dreadnoughts belong to us. Fury of the agents. So, the, so exactly, <laughs> Fury of the Aids. <laughs> So my, my plan is uh, to have like all Contempt of Dreadnought talents for your com- compulsory troop choices. So that's six uh, Contempt of Dreadnoughts. Uh, do a Leviathan talent for the heavy, heavy support, three of them. One is going to be Snippy, one is going to be Dekka, and uh, the last one is going to be uh, Melta, Lance, and uh, what's that called? The Vortex, a normality thingy booby. Thingy Bobby. Bobby. Uh, yeah, that's, probably that's, what, that's what I'm looking at. Um, I will go and have a look it's now. The... I'm just trying to find the Vice and Dreadnought on the World, World page. You have to remember, Absinthe and Beer is not a good combination. And I'm oh, kind of... I'm, I'm aware I've, of that. I've, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hang on, let's find it. Something makes me feel... Grab Flux. Grab Flux Bombard. Grab Flux Bombard. Yeah. It just came to me. Uh, grab Flux Bombard. And then uh, two uh, Derodeos. So that's... One with the pl- Plasma Destructor and the other one with the Water Cannon. And both of them having some um, fucking Avocado Aoli missile launches. <laughs> Very nice. That... It's a and then naturally there will be a Forge Lord running around screaming... And I have to have a Praetor for some fucking... I have to have a... Yes, he might as well go with the Praetor at that point. Yeah, that sounds yeah. that sounds like an absolutely awesome list. Sounds like a hell of a lot of fun. Well, it's going to be fun, but I don't know how it was it, because you lose extra victory points for... But does like it really each. matter? <laughs> nah. Does it really matter if you have fun? I mean... Well, the problem is, it, it says for each dreadnought destroyed from the detachment, the opposing play gains an additional victory point. Does that even count the Derodeo and the the fucking um, Leviathan? Because it only says dreadnought detro- destroyed from the detachment. I actually think that's everything that's called everything that has classification. Yeah, I know. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. So because I'm I'm running everything dreadnoughty. Means that everything gains an additional victory point, so it's going to be because yeah. even the name of the Leviathan is Leviathan Dreadnought, so it yeah. should yeah. be just name. Basically, name-wise, it's it going to hurt uh, points-wise, victory points-wise. 
But it is, it yeah. is. I mean, it's a it's a proper mental list. The the idea of being able to run that many dreadnoughts in any one given game, I think I think it's awesome. I think the, the concept behind it is really really cool. Um, especially as they yeah. brought out that new that sort of new dreadnought type. The sort of I don't know what you call it. The uh, the contempt of yeah. Light. But the problem is I can't have that one. Yeah, but it, it says Legion Dreadnought yeah. Talents and Legion Contempt of Dreadnought Talents. And that new Dreadnought thingy, I don't think it's a Contempt. I think it's talent. a Contempt. I, I think it is a Contempt. I think it's classed as a Contempt and can come into It's a class com- Contempt, but not, is it classed uh, Contempt or Talent? Is it a separate sure class? A talent there. Well, I oh. am looking at it. Contempt of Court is class Dreadnought. Yeah, actually, it is. Well, I'll run they're, them. They're the cheaper version, um, not as good stat-wise. Yeah. Um, I think they've got the the slightly weaker vulnerable save or missing them, missing like the close combat one or something. And they, but they do explode better. No, no, no. Well, the, the only problem is they only have the invulnerable save against the front, and they don't have the invulnerable save That's in it. close they've combat. That's it. They've got a weaker but... setup that way. But they do blow up nicely. Yeah. But I can do the crazy automatic overcharge, which sounds very world eatery. It wouldn't surprise anyone if the World Eaters just put a bit faster, men, more mental dreadnoughts and just put, charged them against the enemy and didn't really care if they survived or not. No. Yeah. Like Berserker Dreadnoughts. Yeah, and that would be a really nice fluffy sort of angle for it, is, is actually putting them down as Berserker Dreadnoughts and saying these guys are the ones who are just yeah. going, you know, who were slightly more mental who were uh, rampagers well, or whatever. What or I'm thinking that, is... Uh, took too many hits to the head and ended up as chunks of meat, but savable. Because I already have three Contempted Dreadnoughts for my World Eaters and one Leviathan. It means I only have to get... Well, I already have one ordered that I'm waiting from from mm. Forge World, another Leviathan. So I'll have two Leviathans mm. already, and I'll have three Contemptors. It means I need another three... Contemptors, and I need the two Derodeos. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, yeah, doable. That's not impossible. Yeah. And it's easy to transport, so it'll it's be all right. a good transport list. I can't argue with that. I mean, it's... Uh, you, you're talking about one carry case... Well, one decent-sized carry case for that many, many models, possibly. Um, yeah. It's not like an all-infantry inducted levy militia squad army. No. I, I could be really nasty and fill up the elite choice with like three units of red butch- butcher, or four units of red butchers. And now we're back into the no friend territory. So, yes, I have detachment must contain a force lord and a primus medicare. So I need, I need like you know. You do need something to. Kill. Maybe nine red butchers and a primus medicare in uh, Caribbean. <laughs> that's the that's the mobile command center right there. Yeah, and then uh, and I put the well. Oh, actually, I used the fucking new crazy Primus Medicare, the one that gives the four plus oh, the, no pain. So the, the character <laughs> issue one that, that looks very very cool. Yeah, you know you know what what could, what could look cool for that? You get the new Solar Auxilia Medicare yeah. one. Oh, the one on take, the little fucking yeah, and then uh, take, you take trolley. the trolley. You take the trolley, remove the guy on it, and just put like a dreadnought arm on it. So the only reason that the Medicaid is there is to repair, to bring stuff for the Forge Lord to put on the Dreadnought. That'd be kind of cool. Stuff, that could be a cool look. 
and not at all a waste of money. <laughs> Never a waste of money. It's just another beautiful miniature to paint. Well, but as a Noino, it must contain a Forge Lord and a Primus Medicare. Can the Forge Lord be? Yeah, Chris. I'm all, I only have book six here in front of me. Everything else is packed for Lincoln. Forge Lord. Um, is that, could that be? A, can that be a compulsory HQ? I think that's a support character, I think isn't so. it? So off the top of my head, I think that the, that's like it is in the uh, space room. That's the one with the support character sort of in the that level. Yeah, I'm gonna ship Centurion. In the regular book, it hasn't support character, but I think that was uh, the FAQ, if nothing else. But I changed it with uh, with the library. Yeah, the librarians and other ones. They got the support choice. So I need, what I need is people to to buy heaps of Battle of Calf boxes and not use their Contemptor mm-hmm. dreadnoughts. <laughs> so I need three more. Well, I got one you could strip. <laughs> That's a uh, painting my old blood in this test scheme. Now, depends. Do you want to leave me Russ for it? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> the correct answer is yes. There's never too many Lehman Russes that you can own. I prefer Chimera cat chassis. Chimera? <laughs> I might have a. I have spare Chimeras. Because uh-huh. yeah. I used to play Gods. Gods was like. My first army was Beaky uh, Dark Angels, and then it's always been gods. I'm fucking drowning in Imperial God stuff. There's something I could have mentioned when we, when it was my introduction. I started my 40k army with the uh, Angels of Death Codex back in the day. The one that oh, was yeah, combined with Blood, Blood, Blood Angels and Dark Angels. I have that Blood one. Angels and Blood Angels, and they were lovely. The blood angels and their fucking retarded rhinos. The fast rhinos. Fucking first turn charges. Yeah. Because, you know, every, everyone knows that painted red makes it go faster. It's just... Yeah. Work that. Work yeah, they, they, obviously, they obviously saw that and went, that works, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah, of course yeah. they did. But, back, but back yeah, so... I need, I need to figure out the fucking arm, arms combos and stuff. I think that's a, I think as a, as an overall though, I think it's a very cool idea, especially you go the the world eaters, um, very, yeah. very fluffy. I have no idea how the, um, how to play out on the tabletop as far as, you know, the potential to win a game, but um, I guess it's. Well, the, then the problem is even if it's uh, like uh, objective yeah. point wise. It means that I'll, I'll basically have six victory points, or actually six, nine, ten, eleven vict- extra victory points that people can knock off me. Yep. Which is a lot of fucking victory points. Yep. Yeah, you really but, hey, get man. up in people's faces like super quick. Then it also brings up the idea of you doing your blood angels. Themed one and replacing everything, every heavy flamer with uh, assault cannons. And you stand on the side of the and hope for the best. Oh, the nipple, nipple assault cannons, I mean. Yeah, and uh, fist assault cannons, and you got the fist assault and the contemptors, and then you got the nipple ones on the Leviathan and the, and the Daredevil. Wow, that, that's. 
But I, I just like the idea that, you know, I just like the idea of your still face uh, butchering. I, just, I, I love the idea, the sort of fluff idea of having, um, like, rampages or red butchers being shoved into these um, sort of lightweight <laughs> contemptors <laughs> after thing. having been kicked in the teeth so, too many times. So there's just, well, he's still twitching. Let's throw him in that and see what happens. And, you know, seeing them rampage across the... Uh, across the field with the leviathans looking and going wow does this make us the same ones you know yeah i think that i think it'd be very very cool to see that well, well, that I'll, was i'll amazing. send the list, list uh, to be fluffed whacked by Ivoris and should that. do that that'd be very <laughs> cool actually like this is what i'm bringing to face you guys what do you think <laughs> i think they'll love it but the thing is i i have to have someone with the master of religion to unlock this thing i'll have to have uh, a praetor i have to have a forge lord and i have to have a private can you take meditator. a delegatus which means that oh yeah, yeah i can a... take a delegatus that's, that's true and just uh, have the delegatus stand in the back and yeah do a lightweight do a lightweight command option take the delegatus instead mm -hmm. yeah. but i was thinking uh, it would be nice to have a Praetor in Cataphracty armor with dual chain access is because, because you know, that's how we roll. <laughs> I or like don't... power access, dual mm, power access. Choppy, choppy goodness. Can't you just, uh, can't you just mod the Contemptors with the chain access and just call them chain fists? That would be pretty cool. Can. Because... The chain fist for contemporaries looks silly, anyhow. We should do the... Uh... Yeah, well, did you see the one that I did for my world leaders? Uh, I took a normal uh, power fist, and I took, you know, those little chain bayonets that you get for the oh, yeah. Mark 2 and Mark 3? And I used yeah. them for the fingers, and I made that into my chain fist. Well, that's very cool. I haven't seen that. It, that and, it look, and it looked really, really nice. That's well, cool. I have to put a, I have to put a photo then. Oh. Yeah. Facebook page. Yeah, do it. Put it on the, put it on our, our Facebook page. <laughs> yep. And I'll put I, it on our che Facebook. I checked, and uh, the Lydia support officer was added to Master of Signal Librarian and Primus Medicae, and not to the. Forge right, Lord. So it can be your. Um, okay. Lead choice. Yeah, but yeah, the thing but is, I have to unlock a, a right of war, so I need a... Yeah, but then you can take the Delegatus anyhow, so... Yeah, do a Delegatus, keep, it, keep that option cheap, then. Yeah. So I was thinking, then I, then I can have... Well, what I could do is, I could have all of them uh, leading uh, Rampagers with uh, jump packs, and give all of those guys jump packs. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty br brutal. So, and somehow I get the image of the old Blood Angel command squad with Tech Marine, the medic, the sanguinary priest, and uh, everything in it. They've got jump packs and a servo arm or grail and yeah, but, narcetticum and stuff like that. Yeah, but what what else should I do with them? Mm. They need to be in your face as well. Yeah, that's true. No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that's if you're true. gonna go. Go in your face. Go with go with the go with the red and the cryptus. Just go with red butchers and the cryptus. Yeah, but it, then <clears throat> I can tell you after transporting cryptus to Malmo and Gothcon, suddenly it becomes uh, way more complicated to transport all this shit to Australia. Uh, see if you can borrow one. 
Just call, yeah. call ahead and book. Because I'm thinking jump, jump packs. Then there, there's yeah. small models, and does it like it can still fit everything into a normal carry case? And it just means that you know I could, I'll build a Primus Medicare with a jump pack, and I'll do a Forge Lord with yeah. a jump pack. Can they have a jump pack, Forge Lords? Forge Lords. Hmm. And Primus Medicare. Uh, the librarian's on it. That's a good question. Primus Medicare can have a jump pack, I know, because my Raving Guys has one, but. I don't know about the Forge Lord, because it has that stupid server arm thing. Yeah, but at least uh, I'm just checking Battle Scribe, and that says it can have a. Jump pack, that's not really. Battlescribe is probably not. Battlescribe is probably not as smart. But, I'm, but I'm thinking because I, also if he needs to go and repair stuff, it will be easier for him to get around if he had a jump pack. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. And because I always wanted to have uh, Ravengers with jump packs, because. And with everyone has those meteor, meteor hammers or whatever, yeah. what are they called? The meteor hammers, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> they called meteor hammers. So they are called meteor hammers. Okay. Yeah, I actually think they are. Jesus Christ! And I mean, uh, like beer number six, and I'm starting yeah. to lose my. The Forge Lord, the Forge Lord uh, does not restrict, according to the Red Book, at least, if he cool. can have a. Because I have a mark for fucking. Uh, Tech Marine that I've never that for some reason I bought for something and I've never had like any idea what the fuck I'm going to use it for. So I can convert it into Forge Lord, give everyone Artificer armor, get uh, five Rampagers with the jump packs, yeah, and have them all run around like crazy. A shit ton of souped up crazy guys inside giant metal suits. Yeah, that would look very cool. I think you should. I think that that's, that's kind of a that's a very. It's either like, I guess with with traveling, it's it's like a you, you need like a low model count Pride of the Legion list, um, or Primarchs chosen or something like that, and go go heavy elites, or something like you you you're suggesting there like the um, the right the Fury of the Ancients or even like an armored spearhead or something, and just going tanks would be yeah. other option. Yeah, but you have to take uh, predator, predators in and moss. Then so it could be quite bulky to use the armor spirit, right? Whereas I'm a thinking of the, I'm thinking of the only tank one, not the armor spirit one. I'm sorry. Yeah, but <clears throat> I, I, I'm kind of like close combat. Yeah, yeah, that's fair I'm enough. Bi I'm biased to close combat, but. And, and also the, the thing is, because I already have world leaders, so I'll have use for them later on. Because my first idea was doing something like Iron Hands and stuff. But considering I already have a Leviathan, I have three Contemptors, world leaders already painted up, and it's a quick paint scheme. And I have another Leviathan on its way. It just means I can order another Leviathan, two Daredales, and uh, fucking three Contemptors. Yeah. I think you can source the contemptors quite cheaply as well if you go to look for yeah. people who, who have the ones from the calf box pair. Yeah, but uh, I'm still thinking about buying another calf box anyway, so 
Well, I, and I have, I have heaps of Rampages weapons left over because I use the Rampages for my command squad and for, like, sergeants for my world leaders. And I only wanted to use, like, either uh, dual-hand chainsword or the vis- viscerator chain thingy. Uh, so I have all the, like, meteor hammers. So I might be able to convert up using, like, an upgrade kit with the world leaders and then use, using the bare heads. And convert up like uh, rampages with jetpacks. That would be very cool. Definitely, I think I think that 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 yeah. sounds like an interesting way of playing it. Um, just before we we start looking at wrapping up, by the way, uh, are you happy with sort of what we said on the yep. on the list ideas there, Freddie? I know it's been a bit a bit left and right and a bit all over the shop to start with, but you know, <laughs> hopefully right. get hopefully get better. Get better. better. Um, I've just I've literally just come across something in my Facebook feed and I've shared it with you guys, so I want to put it on the cast now while I've got a chance. Um, talking a lot about Chris from Scattershot Painting and uh, how he's being awesome helping you out and has been really good with the community. He's just yep. in the last four, sort of four or five hours put up a mm. link to support Scattershot Hobbies. He's looking to open a quick read of the, the GoFundMe page. He's looking to open a hobby shop, a hobby, a store, hobby in store area to uh, really help sort of grow the grow the hobby and do something positive in his local community, which I think is great. Um, it's a target of five thousand US dollars. Um, there are these at a hundred right now. Um, I think that it's definitely a worthy cause to get up and running. Um, I think it's it's definitely worth it if we can get everybody to give a little bit towards that. I mean, let's be fair. Uh, Forty dollars yeah. uh, can buy you a ticket into a raffle to support a great cause and tells you win a Warlord Titan and $5 of that $40 can help support the the guys who are doing that and who are trying to do something great in their local community. So I think yeah. that's... Yeah, win-win so again. it's definitely yeah. worth doing. Um, and also you can see, like, um, Chris has also put up heaps of videos when he's painting and stuff. He's painting a rewriting currently and some other things and he... <clears throat> And eventually he'll be painting stuff with Scandus. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and he has had uh, those. Uh, he has had a hangout as well with people. Yeah. To Google Hangouts. Which I really want to yeah. get on at some point. Just I think that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I agree. He's definitely you know really good with picking up with techniques, techniques and stuff. So definitely worth checking him out. And all the other guys like David and everyone else there yeah. working for him, working with him. Saying. Yeah, they do a lot of good stuff. I've uh, listened to them on the Forgotten Leader podcast here and there, and they do some good stuff. They're uh, they're very very knowledgeable yeah. guys, and it's really good listening to them. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think it's uh, about time we look to wrap this up for this evening for our first attempt, and. I've got to go away and edit this thing together, get some music in there and see what we can do. And then we are going to be back for another session sometime next week. I'm going to work out how often how often we're going to do sure. this and uh, what sort of schedule we're going to keep to at some point soon. But uh, we're going to be do a big after action report on uh, Lincoln. <laughs> so 
Yeah, so you'll, you'll hear me either, you know, be super happy or cry profoundly for like a couple of That's hours. That's okay. The power of editing, it will last all about three seconds. Which... <laughs> exactly. Skyping in from the shower where I, yeah. where I lie, like curled up yeah. in the corner. And there was Freddie from the shower, all that three seconds of water sound. So, yeah, we're okay. Uh, so, yeah, Chris, what are we talking about? Eating ice cream. <laughs> Eating ice cream with a bottle of wine, crying in your uh, crying in your overalls yeah. or your, uh, your, your onesie or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, onesies. I need to get that onesie. We need to get a heresy onesie. It's gonna be like a, a painting. I need yeah, a heresy onesie. Now used for painting, drinking, playing and heresy. You know, molesting, resin model, yeah, models. playing heresy. And then it's just you, you should wear the onesie and only the onesie for the entire scan this weekend. See. I'm sure people would think that <laughs> is weird. <laughs> We'll oh, definitely make sure we get into the bar there if we yeah. decide to go out. <laughs> make sure we can get there and get some drinks. Oh, hello. Okay. Yeah, uh, hello. You, you're obviously a celebrity. You can come to Kiev. Yeah, I was... Hey, man, I'm the, pri- I'm the, I'm the prince of, of 40k. No, 30k. Guys, guys, what does it say on my onesie Where? again? Yeah, vocal in the Where streets. Am Where am streets. I? I don't know what it is. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, oh, well. very cool. Man. <laughs> well, I think that that about wraps it up for the evening. It's uh, it's it's late. We've all got to get some uh, some sleep at some point. There's work in the morning in real life, and the joy of uh, editing. Um, she'll make this all sound very professional, yep. or at least less like a clusterfuck. Um, and we'll see what we can do. Yeah, uh, and what do you mean? Uh, yeah, a fuck cluster. Yeah, basically. Well, we're social medias again, and it's uh, the Varangian Heresy on uh, Facebook and. If anyone wants to mail us, it's the Varangian Heresy at gmail.com. Feel free to give us any feedback. So, I, I've seen you use. Chris has used all his powers of. Um, I don't know. <laughs> what do you call it? Well, my, Imagination. My, yeah. <laughs> to come up well, with those amazing yeah, addresses. Yeah. To be fair, it's actually the Varangian Heresy podcast on Facebook. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I've actually even listed it as a podcast. Nicely done. Ooh, very well. Ooh. Well, we have you for Chris like, tech support. control. Yeah, there's always two sides Chris. to the force. This is most definitely tech support. Keep keep us going. Oh. So 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 continue the ref droid basically. Mm. Well, you do play a mechanic. You're, 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 that's true. That's you, true. You're you're a magos. It's okay. <laughs> you're you're a magos. You got your yeah. your little abeyant and stuff to play around with and keep busy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we'll we'll wind this up uh, and the. Uh, the next episode will be getting done sometime next week and be out as soon as possible. So let's say yep. uh, good night from myself and uh, good night from Chris and Freddie. And I think we'll be winding this one up for some music to be playing us out. I haven't decided what yet, but uh, hopefully. I ha- in like in honor of um, the origin of Games Workshop, it should be some sort of 80s related uh, glam 80s rock. 80s related glam rock. Okay, I was <laughs> going to go with Bolt Thrower, but okay, 80s remote. I was, I was well, thinking Skaven, the band that actually had a, what was it, like a regular disc with uh, one of the early white dwarfs? We'll see, what, I'll see what I can find. Jesus I know, Christ. I know, what can I say? There's, there's, there's stuff and things out there we can find, but Thank you, everyone, for having a listen. Give us any feedback as you can via Gmail or via the Facebook page. And we will see you in our next episode.